Brooklyn. I I'm I'm live, by the way. Oh, hey. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, (laughs) I will say there is some technical issues on something with with my internet. I don't know, maybe I have to call my provider. I don't know what's going on. Um it's like look, but I will here's the thing with you guys. I, I wasn't going to do it in the middle of the podcast. I felt like it was better just to go ahead and do it now than to do it while we're doing the podcast. Uh, probably do StreamYards for a couple weeks until I figure out exactly what's going on uh, because StreamYards is, seems to be pretty, pretty reliable in a lot of scenarios, uh, but we'll we'll get that taken care of later. Uh, you know, welcome to the Attic Show where we talk about the past, present, and future of gaming. I got my co-host with me, Hustle and Motivate. What's going on, Hustle? Having some technical issues dealing with this. Um, I don't want a virtual back. Hey, look, Attic, this has been so long since I've used StreamYards. Oh, here we go. Now we're fine. Everything's cool. Um, if y'all haven't done so, make sure y'all check out my last live stream. I did it Monday. I'm just I'm doing a live stream every Saturday now. Um, everything's been cool. Just dealt with some personal stuff last week. Just kind of wrapping that stuff up now. That's why I'm here today. And I feel good. I feel really good. I'm still playing Kingdom Hearts, Attic. I'm probably, I probably won't stream it no more, though. I'm still playing that, I promise. Why ain't you streaming it anymore? Eh. <laughs> it started to feel like work, and I don't want nothing to feel like work. Feels That's like all. Work. Yeah, it just felt like work. Uh, I hear that. And then we got the uh, we got we got my friend I've had for a few years, man. We got Tim Dog. How you doing, Tim Dog? Doing all right. Just got off of work. Happy to be here. Uh, you know, you got a good little show here going on, and uh, you know, you got a lot to talk about. Yeah, we do. We definitely have a lot to talk about today, man. It's. It's been a very eventful week in gaming, may I add. Uh, I, I think we can all agree on that. Uh, so, you know, as you guys can see, we have some some good topics for you guys. You know, I don't know exactly what we're going to talk about first. I feel like the best thing to talk about first would most likely be, uh, you know, let, let, I think we're going to leave the Starfield for a little bit later on the show because, you know, I think that's the key focus that everyone's got here. The f- thing that I think we're going to talk about first is that God of War 2022 and whether or not it's coming out this year. You know, for those of you that's seen, I, I have on occasion jumped out the window when it comes to this game getting <laughs> delayed. Um, it does look like this game is probably coming out. Now, it's not confirmed, obviously. I, I do feel like there's a good chance that it's coming out this year because of how they're moving. Um, for those of you that don't know, they actually are hiring some people in marketing right now. So that can mean either way. That doesn't necessarily mean that this game is coming out right now. It just means that they're looking for people for in marketing to help push out this product, which as you can ask both the people on this panel, I'm sure hiring can be very time consuming. Mm. So we don't know exactly how long it's going to take to get this individual. And we don't know exactly what it means that they're doing it now. Wouldn't you guys agree on that? Yeah, but I, I figured like they in the home stretch. Um, If you're hiring for the marketing and the promotion of something, I kind of feel like the game is done at this point. And I don't know if you, you guys have been paying attention on Twitter, but every so often we'll get these tweets from just different people who work with Sony Santa Monica and they'll just, on occasion, be like, hey, me and my daughter played this thing. I can't wait for God of War. That, that's all a rollout. The, the rollout, everything's a rollout, first and foremost. 
But all that's a rollout, man. And, and I'm glad. Hey, listen to Flame in the chat too, Attic. Something may, something may be wrong with your audio. Um, oh, but I'm, I'm kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad everything is like kind of rolling. At least something, at least this won't get delayed this year. Unlike a, a couple other games that we'll talk about, you know, and later on in the pod. But, yo, I mean, we need something, you know, something new. I, I prefer to have something new this year. That's all I'm saying. How you feel, Tim? I, I honestly feel it's going to hit um, from what I've heard from people that are pretty good sources that have pretty good sources within Sony. Um, they're here and they're, they're hitting their uh, spot. So uh, I'm going to say it's uh, more than likely it's going to hit. Hmm. Question to you guys. Do you think that I honestly feel like it's a very good year for Sony. They're able to pop out in terms of uh, first party pop at horizon forbidden West. Um, their racing game, whatever that game's called. Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo and God of War all in the same year. I feel like that's a very, very solid year for PlayStation. Don't you guys agree? Oh, yeah. And, for sure. And this is why it's important for PlayStation to say, uh, seize the moment. You know, the ball is in their court, so to speak. Um, This, I, 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 if I'm a Sony fan, which I kind of am, I would love for all of that to happen because like the perfect way you cap the year off is that you start you start off strong and then you know even if you don't you know work the way through the middle like you just give it a little bit of an appetizer but you got to make sure you finish strong with one of the most anticipated anticipated PlayStation titles pretty much of last generation for the sequel coming up this generation so I, I think it's cool for them man and I'm it, it looked like it's going they're gonna hit their stride it, that's what it looks like right now. Yeah, people in the chat are bringing up. Uh, they did have Ghostwire Tokyo and uh, For Spoken. Forgot about those games. Look, uh, for Spoken looks okay for someone that I likes. Do, I do like, want to play that. Yeah, uh, I think I, I think I'd rather like I don't know. I don't even have like a weird analogy right now. Maybe <laughs> take maybe like what what's that thing happen when you like f- remove your eyeball? What's that like a uh, oh no i don't know i don't know whatever it is uh i think i'd rather remove my eyeball than play that for spoken <laughs> it looks pretty i look i'm not saying it looks like a bad game it just mm-hmm. doesn't look very appealing to me mm. I, I don't know about you guys but you know I, but regardless what it is sony still went above and beyond to make sure that their player base had that and i think that you know what i want to ask tim dog too i feel like microsoft needs to improve on that third party content stuff like look i want first party and i think first party is extremely important but i think at this point we've gotten to see that sony with this third party uh these third party deals these timed exclusives it's doing a it's doing a very big number to microsoft because sure god of war forbidden west is big but i think we've gotten to the point where these third parties that they've probably secured is hitting just as hard as some of their other first party stuff. What do you think about that, Tim Dog? Do you think that they need to really focus a little bit more on that third party aspect that you know get some time exclusives? I think that you know everyone could really appreciate that. Yeah, like they should really go out and buy Activision. I mean, if if they're available, <laughs> you buy Activision. <laughs> now listen, right. I, I think that you look at the situation, Xbox is gonna take a different tack than Sony. Uh they're not gonna look for short term exclusive deals, windows. Uh Phil has always said he's not about that. Um what they will do is what you saw earlier in the year. They'll buy a whole entire third party f- publisher 
and knock the socks off the world. And that's exactly uh, what the, if they if they can do that, they will. Um, if they can get a pass, uh, as we know uh, right now, it's in litigation, whatever you want to call it, or regulation. Um, but I just think they're two different companies with two different mindsets. I think Xbox rather have the whole kit and caboodle within their stack and distributed from there versus the way Sony's doing it with these one-year to two-year exclusives. Now, they are a very, uh, you know, they, like you said, they are, they are definitely um, an advantage and they're doing good. I just think, like, Xbox is a different way of going about it. Uh, than Sony. I don't think that Xbox, even though they should at this point, um, as we'll go into the further the show when we get to the delays, uh, maybe they can get some type of third-party deal with a triple uh, with a triple A third-party vendor for Game Pass. Um, but I don't really think that that, that that's like I said uh, to reiterate. I think that they rather uh, actually buy the, the third party and make it themselves, and you know just have such a robu- robust third party. Uh, first party where you don't really need third party in any capacity. Uh, you know, obviously it's a joke right now. They're not there, but uh, in their ultimate uh, vision, you know, uh, if you're you know distributing five games, triple A's a year or four triple A's a year, you, you really don't need that. And I agree with you on everything. I do feel like uh, Microsoft's going to approach stuff different because they have something like Game Pass. And instead of going out and securing timed exclusives that probably cost a lot more money, it would make more like sense considering their the the way they structure their business to go after timed exclusive Game Pass deals. I do agree with you on that. But there's one thing I will push back a little bit on, Ten Dog, is I do feel like because of stuff like Final Fantasy VII Remake, Persona 5, you know, all these games that Sony's went above and beyond to secure because they don't make those games anymore. I do feel like, you know, and for Spoken, uh, don't want to forget that, that maybe Microsoft, maybe not necessarily go after the big AAA stuff. Uh, be a little bit more aggressive getting those games on your platform, but go after more of something that kind of like Nintendo does, where the Triangle Strategies, the Octopath Travelers, maybe get those games exclusive as a time thing going into Game Pass and to be on your console exclusive. Because I do feel like in terms of that Japanese market, that China market, that market that's not the American or even Europe to a point, they're failing in that kind of lack and in the in the masses that they kind of want. So I feel like, you know, I agree with you on like the big, the, the Western stuff, but I do feel like maybe they need to be a little bit more strategic and spend a little bit more money in terms of exclusivity when it comes to that eastern market that timed exclusives on like the final fantasies what do you think on that tim do you think maybe that's an area that they can broaden their horizons and not necessarily do stuff that makes sense to us in terms of their model with game pass uh yeah no you make a good point listen in the end of the day they they don't they're not up to par with what sony offers as far as their jrpgs and personas and and the deals that they have um and that's uh because you know sony's always been aggressive where xbox you know you take some of these third-party uh jrpgs you know they come to sony by default and xbox has to make a play and spend money to get them just to release it on their platform and that's if they'll do it the third party so a hundred percent yeah they are behind uh 
and I think that um, they actually have looked in Japan, and they are they are starting some stuff, but they're way behind. But uh, I know Phil had wanted to get a Japan studio for the longest time, um, but for whatever reason, they've met resistance. They've haven't kind of uh, filled their uh, you know, prophecy there. I mean, we had Phil go out there for a while, make some deals, and um, we had some, you know, some things here and there. But listen, this, this platform still doesn't have Atlas games, still doesn't have Persona, um, and there's some gaping holes there that uh, if they want to be serious in the JRPG and the Japanese and Asian market, like you said, they got to be uh, more uh, involved there. Now, I'll say this much, uh, you know, E3 is coming around the corner. Maybe they have some surprise for, for us. I do know that Sarah, Sarah Bond is more value, uh, values, I believe, more of the traditional JRPGs and, and, and those type of games more than Phil. Um, and I do think that she has a strong playing hand with this. Uh, so I do think you will see a little bit of a better output but um until we start seeing persona and you know maybe even final fantasy 7 i can't believe it's still not on xbox uh even after two years it's going to be um you really have to say that they're not doing their job in there and they're always going to be you know not even second fiddle third fiddle and uh i don't know I, I mean for me my outlook always on on japan has always been bleak so I don't know what they can do. I remember in the 360 era, they went really hard. But, you know, they, they, they probably had maybe a 5%, uh, you know, uh, cut through. You know, they didn't really do well. They didn't do as well as they had to do. And if they try that again, I don't know if they would get the results that they would want. I do believe um, that the Xbox is recognized as a Western console. And there are some things there that, that you know, uh, kind of, uh, don't feel as home as, as maybe a Sony or a Nintendo does in Japan. And I think that's a problem that they have to get past or try to get past, but it's, it's a, it's a dubious problem for them. I agree. And, um, you know, definitely want to push it to hustle. Let him give his response on that. I, uh, I personally feel like everyone's not going to take Sony. I mean, Microsoft seriously in that lane, unless, you know, they get, those timed exclusives or even maybe make a fresh jrpg studio from uh, from the ground up maybe now since they have uh the studio that they got with bethesda um can't try to remember its name uh someone help tango. me oh uh, tango. tango yeah tango maybe they have a little bit more wiggle room that they can actually do something more in japan uh, how do you feel about the hustle do you think that uh you know microsoft needs to be a little bit more aggressive in terms of the jrpg market or the japanese market in general uh, man, absolutely. If that's the one area that you're lacking, then as far as getting the Eastern audience, then, you know, get the games they like. I mean, it's it's not a thing. Um, I think Tim Dog had just brought it up. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy VII. I I forgot it was out, and yeah, it's not on Xbox yet. I don't even think it's on. P no, it's on PC, right? And then on PC, but it's not on X. I think it's everywhere but Xbox. It's on PC, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, so that was that. That's the whole misstep with them too. And if you ordered like a special edition, because I I don't know if y'all remember. But they did have like a, didn't they have like Best Buy had like a special box collector's edition on PlayStation and Xbox? Or am I wrong? I know I'm not wrong here because I know I tried to buy one. Either way, you well, haven't gotten it. Was I, it. I think they've had some things where it was crossed over where it's always been teased. 
Mm-hmm. But you know, you know, it was kind of a foregone conclusion that it was going to come after the year of supposed exclusivity. But like you said, I mean, I've seen stuff like that too. It just never came to fruition, and now I think we're at two years. And if it's at two years, it's I would say pretty bleak. Okay, now I didn't want to say this. I kind of wanted to mention this. We we just saw Square get rid of their uh, Western uh, restaurant studios, so. It's rumored, it's heavily rumored that Sony may be announcing an acquisition for Square soon. If they announce that acquisition and it goes through, does Xbox, would Xbox fans still be able to get Final Fantasy VII? Is it like an obligational thing that they have to agree to? Or is it, because if you haven't gotten it now, if Sony buys them, would you even get it at all? Would you even get that game at all? I guess that's my question. I think part of me feels like Sony... Look, here's just my let me put <laughs> let me put the um the conspiracy cap on. Okay. Uh I feel like Sony and Square Enix have been talking for a while about a possible purchase. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I feel like Sony is about to buy Square Enix. I don't know why. Part of me feels like there's a reason that they separated their Western market, especially Guardians of the Galaxy, uh was a uh, it wasn't a commercial success, but I do think that it did well enough to justify more progress with that kind of brand. I feel like they cut them because they know that that margins up their price point, and I think they're trying to sell to Sony. Um, I'm not saying that they did anything intentionally with Xbox to not entice Sony to not buy them, but I do feel like there might have been like a, okay, you know, we work with us to work with you. I think it's one of those things where it's like, you know, maybe – the reason we ain't seen Final Fantasy is because Square Enix kind of knows that the sequels aren't going to be on Xbox. And even if they put the first one on Xbox, I feel like Square Enix knows they're about to be bought. And they've probably known for a while. And that's the reason they're not very aggressive with putting it on Xbox. Now, when it comes to Octopath Traveler, uh, stuff that they publish, I think that's different. They know they're going to make money from that because uh, those things aren't going to have sequels and stuff. Uh, if you look at it from a standpoint, we ain't heard nothing about the next Dragon Quest being coming to Xbox. We ain't heard nothing about any Final Fantasy 16, 14. Um, all the Final Fantasies have left Game Pass now. And mm. guess where they are? They're on PlayStation Plus. Mm. Uh, so it is what it is. If they buy them, they buy them. And it's the same mentality I had when it comes to Bethesda. You get to keep the spoils of war. And they won that that uh, encouragement with buying Square Enix. Uh, you know, Tim Dog, do, do you think there's a realm where Sony buys Square Enix? Um, um, to be honest, I don't know. The, the recent comments were um, pointing in the other direction, but uh, it obviously seems like um, the most logical decision, and, and it does seem like you guys are saying, I feel the same way, it, it is going to eventually happen. Um so I don't know, I think it's 50-50, but I do think that uh, these timed exclusive deals, either way, uh, either way, Sony's going to be, be in, in real solid position with Square Enix to where they get these exclusives, and that's not going to stop. So whether they are purchased and they're in their, in their home studios or if they are just a, you know, a, a silent partner where they, you know, they keep these games off off of Xbox. It has the same d- direct result, and you know, you look at Final Fantasy VII never came to Xbox. Final Fantasy sixteen, 
I doubt they say it. it's a, a year exclusive, but that could just be for PC. And, you know, it could be that, you know, they, you know, being that they know that they're so close and possibly, you know, they know down the road that there might be a purchase that they, that's just going to be even more of an incentive for them to, to kind of keep this exclusivity the way they're doing it, whether it's time, two years, or, uh, you know, uh, one year. I mean, you look at Forspoken, it's two years. So uh, I think they're the logical partner, and I do think that it's just a studio that either or you look at Sony's uh, portfolio, that they're going to have a strong presence there. And, and when you look at Xbox's portfolio, you're going to see a lacking presence. So I think that's going to continue no matter what, purchased or not. And uh, let me pick it back up, Tim, real quick, Eddie, before you before you jump in. Um, yeah, Xbox sadly has never had a presence in Japan. So if I'm Square, no matter how much money Microsoft would offer me, I still wouldn't take it because like they, they ain't finna get no like real return on that. Or like I, I got a feeling those numbers will be down. <clears throat> Excuse me, Attic. I know, I know you like the JRPGs, but you will you you my friend are like one in like let's say the average ten Xbox fans. And I'm being generous when I say that. So, like, nah, like, you know, when I when I see something like this, like like a Kingdom Hearts, you know, I, I bought that based off of your recommendation. But like, a lot of people not they're not gonna do that. They're, they're just gonna play Halo Gears and Forza. Man. I'm just gonna keep it gutter with you. They, I, they're not they're not gonna care. I agree with you in terms mm-hmm. of maybe JRPGs aren't as popular as they are on like other platforms on Xbox. But if you want to build a service like game pass and you want to expand it to other regions such as china japan you are going to have to pursue these avenues because just because the western audience don't want these don't mean other audiences that you expand to is not going to want it what'd you say uh tim dog yeah especially when you look at um the uh the possibilities with cloud and touch gaming jrpgs are perfect for cloud gaming you know you don't really need that much they're not fast-paced games a lot of them are turn-based uh some of them you could probably play all by touch so uh you know maybe outside the pocket outside the the you know um box here that they definitely can try from that you know even if they get the 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 games that way uh, on the platform uh, i think it's a smart thing i i just think that it's smart to even even if you're spending money, and I know I know I think they don't like doing that. That they they believe it's a third party's um, duty to kind of distribute, you know, uh, evenly. But when you know, 15 people are buying it on Xbox and 3,000 are buying it on Sony, you really can't complain the third party. And in a way, you have to make it incentivize for that third party to release their game. So they have to uh, they have to some way, somehow make it where they can get these games on. I don't know if uh, you know they, they can uh, allocate some budget, but it's just smart to have these JRPGs on the system, regardless of uh, even the low, the low pair counts, because I do think it can grow into something, and I do think it's something where you know, if you're a gamer and you have an adequate amount of JRPGs, you say, okay, I'll stick with Xbox. You know, I don't really, you know, have to go and just I'll stick to them primary. 
But let's say you are a gamer and you get no JRPGs, you might be swayed to say, you know what, screw this. This is bullshit, and I'm going to go to Sony. And, I, and I've seen that with some people. You know, stuff like that can sway people. So you have to consider everything, even though if it's just not straight in your face. You have to consider, consider every kind of, you know, buying points that you can get. And I just think it's smart business to have a JRPG presence and, and, and Japanese presence on, on the platform. Uh, you know, for a bunch of reasons, xCloud being a big one. And it's it's like I said, at the end of the day, Game Pass is a very profitable thing if they do it right. If you only worry about the Western and some of the Eastern uh, regions, and, you know, you only worry about, you know, are we going to do good in Europe? I feel like you're, you're, you're hurting your growth. But if you... I don't think I personally feel like the best way to succeed in this is to make a couple studios that make these type of games. But if that's not something that's realistic and they don't want to put the kind of money into that, because that's expensive. But I feel like we've seen over and over again in the past, and I know we've kind of went a little bit away from the God of War thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, it's a good conversation. I'll let it go. Uh it to me, you need to show the Eastern developers, you need to show them, look. We respect your culture. We're investing into it. We're putting money back there because we we've seen you know Phil Spencer saying in interviews. I can't a hundred percent rock with the Xbox brand when I don't even see it in my own stores that often. I don't see it prominent in my own stores, and they that's what they're saying to him publicly, mm. privately. You know, there's going to be a lot more. Why am I rocking with the Xbox when they don't even own an old studio here? Why am I rocking with the Xbox when they're not investing into our market? Because when you're not paying people like Sony to make games for you, uh, you know, timed exclusively, I guess you could count that, but I, I wouldn't. Uh, you know, I feel like investing into a culture is starting a studio there, employing people to work there, paying people well there, paying people to work in your studio there. I feel like that is what's going to get eyes when people are like, yo, Xbox is paying good money. Let's go work there. They got their own studios here. That's why I feel like Sega is a very profitable thing for them to purchase because I feel like owning Sega would it would start waves. People would be enticed to do stuff. And especially when you're starting to not poach, but be better places to work than the places around you. In, in Japan. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense, uh, uh, Tim? Yeah, it makes sense to me, 100%. Uh, and that's kind of my point, like what I was saying. Uh, you know, it was kind of like what I felt, like some some of these, you know, unwritten rules or whatever the case you want to say. Like I would say the show, when the show wasn't on Xbox, a lot of people would say, I'm not rocking with the Xbox. It doesn't even have baseball on it, you know. And uh, I think that's kind of like a, a little bit similar to this where, you know, if you're not even, you know, showing any kind of presence, you know, you, you can turn off people and you can, you know, you could just take even somebody who just has, you know, they just want to have some RPGs or JRPGs in their, in their you know, uh, in their catalog. And when you're not having any, it's like, you know, it, it, it definitely could hurt your business. So I think it's in their best interest to have a better 
I think obviously as we were reiterated for them to do better here. Uh, but we've been saying this for how long, and I just don't know how fruitful <laughs> the, the conversation is over there. Oh yeah, and I agree. And like, I think that's one of the reasons that's made PlayStation so successful was they was successful on that side of the world, and they did it over here. Like mm. uh, they they focused because they are like, we got our home good. Let's focus over there. Let's make them games they want over there. Uh, let, let's let's make the Unchargers. And if you really think about it, a lot of their core audience has moved away from the Japanese thing. Like, you know, Naughty Dog, uh, God of War. These aren't really Eastern type of games. They're Western audience games. Uh, and I think that's what's made PlayStation so successful is they look, we have our partners. We have Square Enix we can reach out to. We can get this part fine. Let's go over there and work on God of War. Let's get the Western audience on a board. And I think that's what's very been beneficial to them. But let's go and get this uh, this $10 Super Chat real quick. We got a $10 Super Chat from Donna Taku. I bet you were surprised I missed, I pronounced that correctly, aren't you? <laughs> Final Fantasy 15, Tales of Horizon, Scarlet Nexus. Are examples of Xbox versions having higher attach rates of copies sold to amount of consoles compared to the PS4? So it's not like Xbox is hopeless. Now, okay. Fun fact: I didn't know I that. Don't, I didn't know that those games sold more. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take his word for that loosely because I'm not gonna look that up in the middle of the podcast. He didn't say sell more. He said that it's basically per patch. It's selling more on Xbox than other games to, than would have. Uh, you know what's interesting about those games, uh, Hustle and Tim Dog? Mm. Scarlet Nexus is a very successful JRPG. Tales of Arise is a very successful JRPG. And Final Fantasy XV is a very successful JRPG. I would put like Kingdom Hearts 3 in there. A lot of the times we get not the bad JRPGs, but like the middle average tiers. The ones that people like, but not they're not the defying de definitions of what this genre can provide. There are no Personas. There are no Dragon Quest. There are no Final Fantasy VII remakes. The ones that are doing extremely well. But when you do see the good ones come out, they sell well. And that's where I always point out Microsoft has to do better making sure these games come to the platform because when you do, you start seeing games like this succeed more because you're getting the ones that people like and they're willing to branch off and try other games. Uh, someone said, uh, Idiom just dropped on Game Pass. It did. That's cool. I'm sorry, what? Uh, isn't Dragon Quest on Game Pass? It is. And that, I'm not talking about the games... Dragon Quest came out like two years before it came out on Game Pass. Uh, they're talking about Dragon Quest Eleven, right? Yes. Okay. When right. Dragon Quest Twelve hits Game or hits hits Xbox day and date, then we can have this conversation. Those are the kind of games that we need to see come on Game Pass before we get that. Now we're gonna reel this conversation back a little bit to the point of the conversation, which was the God of War twenty twenty two is confirmed and it's not necessarily confirmed we're just seeing a lot of proof saying it's coming out this year it's good i think god of war is going to do very good i think it's going to push sony into a very good 2022 uh the question i have for the for the panel real quick before we move to the next topic is what does this mean for xbox if god of war comes out do you think that maybe it's a good thing that starfield did get pushed back on a standpoint that it could cannibalize it in general because if you look at stuff like this like successful games coming around of other successful games have hurt games extremely 
well. Like, if you look at her uh, Horizon Forbidden West, that game came out, Elden Ring came out. No one talked about Horizon anymore. So if God of War does come out and it's towards the end of the year, around the time that maybe Starfield would have dropped, do you think it would be better for Starfield to come out uh, towards the beginning of next year where it's away from God of War completely? Let's start with Hustle. Hustle, how do you feel about that? No, 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 no. See, we can't roll like that because I had another example in my mind, right? You remember when Fallout 4? I think it was Fallout 4 and Rise of the Tomb Raider came out at the same time and they had that big clash. Um, No. Xbox needed to drop something like that to in order to compete. Hey, look. I mean, we're not saying I'm not referring to competing. I'm referring okay. to Starfield's health in general, not Xbox, but the Starfield brand. Uh, like it would have it would have done fine. Regardless released of, like a month and a half around Godfall. I mean, uh, God, God of War. War. Let's be real. That could have hurt it a little bit. I'm not saying it would have been the end all be all, but mm-hmm. I'm saying me as someone that wants Starfield to do well. I'm kind of relieved that that's not in the 2022 gate, man. I'm not trying to have Starfield get cut in half by Kratos. Regardless how I feel about Kratos, I am willing to say that God of War is a big brand. They're (laughs) not on the platform, sure. I see people in the comment section saying that. But God of War is a huge game. I'm aware. I'm aware. It's a very big franchise. I'm aware. It had had its resurgence back in 2018. I'm well aware of that. It It wouldn't have got in the way. It, it definitely wouldn't have gotten in the way of what Starfield is because, well, we, we kind of don't know what Starfield is, but if if it is what we think it is, it says Fallout in space, that's not the same as, as what Kratos and them are doing. That's not the it's same not, as and it, it, so it would, it's it appealing cool. to two demographics, but mm-hmm. it is one of those scenarios where, look, this isn't the same thing, sure, but it is two big games. And I will, and I'm willing to bet because if someone had to choose between both of them, Obviously, Game Pass exists, so it gives it a little bit easier for Starfield to sell. Well, not necessarily sell, but it gets easier for them to breathe. I will say that if it came between both of them, because regardless, money is a currency, but you know what else is a currency? Time. Mm. God of War isn't going to take as much time as a game like Starfield, but if people are willing to pick that up around the holiday, which is around that November time, man, Black Friday... They might choose God of War because it's a well-known IP over something new like Starfield. So to me, as a Starfield fan and want that game to do well, I'm actually happy that they delayed it out of the God of War area. Now, sure, is that going to mean that if it came out and they both competed in the same time frame, wouldn't it mean one would do better than another? That's debatable. We don't know exactly what Starfield is yet. We'll have to talk about that after we see the gameplay. But to me, I don't want Starfield nowhere near that God of War. I'm going to be real with you. <laughs> what do you think about that, Tim? I don't think that they really would, would be hurting each other. One, because they're not on the same platform. Uh, they're both exclusive. Uh, Xbox also has PC. Um, and that's, you know, it's not like it's not like the small PC crowd. It's like the enormous PC crowd that comes out to pay. Uh, Fallout 4, mm-hmm. even though it was an existing IP, sold 12 million copies within the first I think, 24 hours or 48 hours uh, you know it took, took I think Elden Ring three weeks to do that so um, I, I was reading that today earlier so you're dealing with a huge IP on both ends um, I do believe that they wouldn't they wouldn't affect each other because they aren't like I said they're exclusive anybody who has a, an Xbox 
is going to get it, and anybody who has a Sony PlayStation is going to get it. They're not going to say, oh, or and if they're both owners, they're not going to say, oh, I, I have, you know, God of War, I don't have to play Starfield. Total, totally different games. Um, if you have an RPG itch, you know, and you, you know that and you're, when you're playing God of War, you're not going to be happy. You know what I mean? Uh, I so, so in the end, no, I don't think it hurt it. Uh, I think that it was, you know, we'll get into it. it was it was from an optics point of view, it was a really big miss. Uh, from a morale point of view, it's a really big miss. And um, you know, if they had their druthers, you know, if they could have kept one. And just one, and that, that includes Forza. If they had Starfield sitting there, you wouldn't see the type of stuff that you've seen that, that transpired over the week. Um, mm. Because it is a competitive thing here. There are, you know, regardless of what you say or anybody says, uh, not you say, but just, and, you know, when you talk about this, people do judge it and compare it. And the fact that Sony has a huge AAA and they're sitting home free, and Xbox been in this position many times, and Xbox fans have pushed this to odd ad nauseum that, hey, Sony is dry and they just got marketing deals and, you know, they're in trouble and Xbox has to make a move here. Uh, the shoe's on the other foot this time, and it's, it's definitely bittersweet because... Uh, I don't think anybody thought that this game was going to get delayed. I think, um, as I said on our, our, our TXR, I believe Phil went to to to, to um, you know uh, the East Coast where or there in Baltimore, I think, um, mm -hmm. and he went to their headquarters and he asked what's going on with the game and. Uh, Todd looked at him. Peter Hines looked at Todd, and they both sat down and said, "We got bad news." And I think that that's what happened. So uh, this news, I think, was sudden to Phil, and you know, people could say, "Well, why was he more on top of this?" Uh, I've said this many times, especially with with a studio like Bethesda. Uh, Phil has been hands off with those type of studios because they've been doing this for a long time, and they could you know, handle them he, under his logic, they could handle themselves. Uh, you know, uh, they don't need, they don't need their hands held. And, uh, you know, uh, unfortunately, uh, all bets didn't pay off and, and that's where they got, you know, uh, we'll talk about that later. I and mean, we're going to talk about it whenever we get to it, but it's definitely a big thing. But yeah, the fact that, that, that God of War is there and, and, and Star Wars and Star, Starfield's not is absolutely huge. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, and one thing, you know, I will say, Microsoft knew they're going to get a lot of backlash for this. And I will respect them because they delayed it. It would have been easy for them to come out. The game be a little bit buggy, uh, you know, depending mm -hmm. on what condition it was. And they value having games out this year over value the state of the games when they came out. Uh, and I got to respect Microsoft because they they're like, no push this we're not gonna have this come out be buggy whatever the reason they push this this can come out later we can take the flack we could take the heat that's fine we value the image of that game over the image of xbox and that's literally what they chose they chose the image to make sure starfield came out the best it can be 
over the state of the game itself. And uh, and I I I I respect that. So we got a five dollars super chat from Don Otaku. Why are we still talking about Xbox not doing enough in Japan when they've invested two hundred plus Japanese studios through ID at Xbox? No one's really saying that. Now I will say that's a very good opening part because the next generation of developers that take the reins after the current people that are retiring, that's those 200 plus people when they're done with whatever they're doing, or they move on or they become, or they grow into bigger studios than they are now because of programs such as ID at Xbox, they're going to have a lot better say in, Oh, Xbox is there for me when I was down. Let's say some of them go to, to score and so they don't get bought. They're, they're in good positions. Xbox is there for me when I was down. They helped me get that game out, and that's a very good standpoint and a good opening place for them to be. Um, I think, and then we got another $5 Super from Don Otaku. The only game Starfield should be afraid of is Breath of the Wild 2. Ragnarok would get bodied by Starfield like Horizon was by Elton. I disagree. (laughs) I disagree. Look, man, Don Otaku, we can't you might be on to something, man. You might be on to don't, something. Don't listen to Attic Don. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to save you from embarrassment. We appreciate the donations. We definitely appreciate, you know, the donations. But uh, God of War is a little bit different. Kratos is a little bit different from uh, Aloy. I'm just saying. We're just going to keep it a buck. Nah, Starfield got, man, Starfield got that, that sniper, man. What's that chick, Anna, from Overwatch? Man, she like... <laughs> It's a joke, man. It's all jokes. All right, so let's go ahead and move on, man. We got this PlayStation Plus detail. So those of you know, we've been saying PlayStation now is is horrible. It's not a good service. And we saw the results of that through the actual subscription service itself. Never really got a lot of people subbing to it. It does look like, um, you know, watched a couple weeks ago, they actually changed a lot of that around. Uh, They're merging PlayStation now and PlayStation Plus. Uh, You know, like I said, they're actually finessing you guys and paying more for the same service that you had with PlayStation now. But, you know, let's get into a little bit on what the actual service is. Now, how many of you guys saw it? Uh, You know, we're not going to go too much into the actual service itself, but how many of you guys saw the screen itself? Like the the upgrades? You mean like the Ubisoft there? Yes. How many of you guys saw that? I saw saw it. The classics. Mm -hmm. so here here is the the updates in general uh so it does look like they're being a lot more aggressive in terms of their own stuff which we've said this for a minute like tim dog i remember we saying this forever why is it these games that are already out on playstation now something such small something so small that these games don't realistically make them a lot of money anymore why ain't they in that looks like they've been listening to us man um you know, they're adding PS5 and PS5 catalogs. Bloodborne, which I'm pretty sure Bloodborne was in the PlayStation Collection games, wasn't it? Um, Yes, Bloodborne was already there. Demon Souls. Uh, so the, we're focused on high, uh, We're focusing on adding high-quality titles to the PlayStation Plus service for p- people to enjoy. I'm pleased to share a selection of content that will be available on PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium, so that's I'm pretty sure the 15 and the 18 dollar tier, if I remember. I don't know. Maybe yeah, the middle tier and the, and the high maybe tier, it's the yes. 10 and 15. I don't know. The two tiers that's not the basic PlayStation. PlayStation.com will be updated with the game list when it launches. So Bloodborne, Conquet Genie, Days Gone, which 
I'm pretty sure Days Gone and Bloodborne was already in the collection for PlayStation Plus, but it's still cool. Yes. Demon Souls, game that just came out, so that was the launch title. That's good. Yep. Destruction All Stars, which I'm pretty sure that was in PlayStation Plus. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everybody's Golf. I don't know if that's been there. Ghost of Shishima Director's Cut. Uh, Is that in? I don't think that's in the. That might be in the collection. I don't know. Uh, I don't remember. Rush Two, God of War. They've been very fickle with that, having that come on and on. God of War has uh, been there. It's, it's been in the place. If you're on the PS5 and you have the PlayStation Plus collection, God of War was one of those ones that's been there as well. Miles, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Man, hey, Kremlin, well, I don't know if that game is underrated, but if you haven't played it and you have this service, please play Please play Spider-Man, y'all. It's so much fun. It's, it's so good. So it's looked like uh, Medieval. Uh, I know that game isn't too... Returnal! That's... That was a big one. See, I didn't see this list. I saw the Ubisoft uh, email that came out. I didn't see this. That that to me is a uh, man. Like yo, when when you, I guess you got to strike when the iron's hot because they they did their numbers or whatever the numbers that they're gonna do. They, I don't think they pushed a million per se, but having that there now is kind of saying a lot. And you know, you know, as we all know, Sony just purchased um, House Mark. Almost said House Marky. Sony just purchased House Mark. So that so that's good to see that that game is gonna have a. Uh, Longer legs or extra life, so to speak, with the new addition with the DLC and everything that it just got with the endless tower and the co-op gameplay. So that's good to see. Yeah, Shadow Colossus, uh, The Last Guardian, both the last uh the last of us, uh the DLC and the original remake. Until Dawn by Supermassive, yeah. great game. That was uh, always that was always there as well. All the uncharted, it looks like. Yep. Damn. Okay, because it wasn't like that at first. Good. That's that's right, good so to then see. We got third party uh partners, Ashen. Uh, Assassin's Creed Van Hollow. That's not too old. Mm-hmm. Uh, City Skylines. We got uh, Dead Cells, which I think's been on Game Pass multiple times. Attic, Attic, or... Hold on, hold on, hold on. You skip one. C- Celeste. We we have Celeste. Celeste. There. We, we got to pay that yeah. respect. That's a good. Look, man, That's right. Not, uh, we got the Far Cry three and four. Uh, Final Fantasy fifteen Royal Edition. Like I said, Square Enix game just popping up out of nowhere. <laughs> um, Outer Wilds. That's a good game. Resident mm. Evil from Capcom. Mm. South Park, The Fractured Butthole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> great game. Great turn-based game. Mm-hmm. Who's, uh, that, okay, Attic, who, who's that game made by? Uh, I don't know. Um, Do Stick of Truth is made by Obsidian. Obsidian. Well, okay, pardon me. No, it's 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 Stick published. of Truth. I don't think Fractured Butthole is made by Obsidian. Well, well it's, what I'm trying to say is it's published by Ubisoft, and we see a lot of Ubisoft games on that list. Do we not, sir? Mm-hmm. I That's mean, right. half this list is Ubisoft game. These Far Cry games, mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed, mm-hmm. uh, The Crew, uh, The Division. Uh, so they did them make a formal announcement that play, uh, that Ubisoft Plus or whatever the hell that service is called is coming to the <laughs> service, correct? Yeah. yeah, they did. They did. So, you know, we, we can talk about that for a couple seconds. There's been rumors going around for a while that this service is coming to, to Game Pass Ultimate. Uh, what I want to ask Tim Dog real quick, uh, you know, I don't. You know, obviously, there's more here, you guys, but we don't have time to go over all this. Uh, mm-hmm. I will. Uh, you guys can look this up up on your own time. Uh, so, with that being said, and we've seen all these Ubisoft games. First off, let's talk about the actual update itself. You got a lot of first party stuff going in there. They're working really good with indie devs. Got the stuff like Dead Cells going in there. Uh, you know, some of the Dark Cloud stuff. I think that's their stuff. But with that being said. Tim Dog, I'm curious to hear your opinion, man. 
Do you think this is a, a solid first attempt at a rebrand to compete with Game Pass? I don't think it's competing with Game Pass because there's multiple things that Game Pass is doing that that's not. Uh, you know, it has PC element involved. You can get your games on PC as well. Uh, day and date, obviously, that's the biggest thing. Um, even though Xbox is going to be dry for a while, uh, if Sony had day and date, absolutely would be comp- competing and in a really strong way. Um, I've always said that until they match it with the you know core values of what Game Pass is, they're really kind of two different services. Uh, what they did here, though, um, after when they announced it, see, Sony sometimes steps on their feet a little. And then they, you know, they readjust and then they make smart moves. When they adjusted, the, the way they announced it with the Ubisoft uh, and their their uh, marketing out, out, output uh, earlier this week or whenever that was, I felt that's when they rebranded the whole thing. That's maybe where they would have sh- should have went more of a, you know, a, a, a way the way they went with the way they went this week. Um, you know, just showing the games, showing uh, the benefits that you don't, you know, uh, the classics are part of the um, the two tiers is, is really good. Uh, it's a nice first step, but um, to really compete with Game Pass, uh, I do think that um, they have to uh, put day and date. Now, with the comments of the, C- the CEO, I believe, it's not, right now they're not looking at that, so... Um, I know myself and others have said that it's it's going to happen, but um, it might not. And, and Sony is always going to be successful, so it's possible that's, that Xbox can be successful with their model, and Sony can be successful with their model. Uh, you know, depending on which does better, that's that's a whole other debate. Or you know, when you really look at it, it's very hard to get numbers for either or, especially from Xbox. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's a start from Sony, and um, I do think that they they just you know they don't they're, they're not robust with the cloud game pass. You have you know games that are you know instantly available on the cloud, instantly available on your phone, instantly available on the console uh, via cloud. Say if you don't have storage space or you just want to play immediately, uh, or if you want to get whatever are. So you know, there's a lot of things that Xbox is. Uh, much more advanced and uh, doing differently than Sony is. Um, but I do think Sony is uh, finally got the, their foot on the ground with this. And uh, I do think that uh, they can definitely do well with the subscription model um, because, uh, you know, the, the, the overall models for the year, even though you can't stack them, which sucks, and that's another debate, Mm. Uh, for the year, are very good. So, like for me, I would probably just get the premium for the what? What is it? The the top one is one twenty or one fifty. I would just do that uh, verse, uh, or I think it's one twenty. Verse doing the monthly thing. You know, I would just do the yearly one one shot deal, and uh, you know, just they're going about it differently. But uh, I think Sony's now starting to uh, you know make some smart moves. Yeah. What about um, you, Hustle? How you feel? Well, to the untrained eye, and if I didn't do a little bit more reading on that, um, Xbox is getting Ubisoft Plus as well. Um, I think I guess it's going to go to Game Pass as well. Um, if I didn't read that and I just saw that announcement, because the announcement yesterday was just 
hey, Ubisoft Plus is coming to PlayStation. Um, I also read, I think it was like, it's in like the first paragraph toward the end. It said, hey, it's coming to Xbox too. I think it's dope that Ubisoft games are going to be available everywhere. Um, I do want to throw this little tidbit in. I hope that they have crossplay available just so, you know, if you, if you have an Xbox, like Tim Dog, you got an Xbox, and if you had an Xbox, y'all know I game on PlayStation and PC. Hopefully it's crossplay. So if we play a multiplayer game like Steep, it'd be cool that we all can like kind of play together. You know, I don't really know how that would work, but I hope that that is a thing. Um, or I hope that something like that is like the catalyst to getting everything, everybody like playing together. I hope that that happens. Um, yeah, but no, but if you didn't know any better, you would, I, I would have definitely thought like, oh, wait, this is only coming to PlayStation. Like, wh- where is this on Xbox and it's not over there? Like, but no, this this doesn't really compete with Game Pass. Um, Tim, I know you said it has to, you know, uh, PlayStation now has to have like day one games. No, they don't. Not yet. They they don't have to have day one games yet because their games are still selling. Like point play period. Like I wouldn't put my games in the, in that service because God of War we know it's going to sell Uncharted Five whatever it whatever that's going to be called. We know they those, sell well. Yeah, they, but there is this weird thing that people are putting more on the sales and realistically are there. Uh, it's the same thing that happens on Xbox and Switch occasionally. Switch don't do it as much, but you know, mm-hmm. did God of War sell twenty plus million? Yes. Did Uncharted sell twenty plus million? Yes. Did Spider Man sell twenty plus million? Yes. But That's I a lot a of feeling, yeses. But I have a feeling if you take out the bundles that is on all these consoles, you will drastically reduce all those numbers. Just like Xbox and Switch, you're really realistically probably looking at. 11 to 12 million these games sold by themselves without any type of bundling uh there for a while they were selling literally all of them bundled like you could buy a playstation 4 that had an uncharted 4 god of war and another game bundled together and they consider all of those games a sell like look i'm not saying these games didn't sell well But I'm saying there's a lot of fluffing going on there, man. When I make a burger, I want all that shit on the burger. I want the tomato. Okay, I don't eat tomatoes. Let me let me st- take that back a little <laughs> bit. I want the lettuce on there. I want the big beefy burgers too, man. I want that shit this big. <laughs> all I, I'm I, saying is they fluff it out a little bit. Well, it was, it, a little bit. It, it was that deal, and you're referring to that deal that was uh, $200, where it was God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, and I think it was Spider-Man. I know it was three, it was three big titles for $200 for uh, OG PS4. That was a holiday, right? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was that holiday deal, which was a really good deal, by the way. But you know what crazy, that, yeah. yeah. But you know what that tells me, though, Addict? That even after all that time, when you have a good product like that, people are still by your PlayStation. People are still by that joint because the product was so good. Those those games, you know, regardless of if they fluffed, quote unquote, them numbers, now it don't matter. Like all three of them games were that good. It's like, oh, you could sell that for two hundred dollars and watch the joint jump out the store. PlayStation was, was going anyway. But um, See, it's 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 up? like it's like the same thing here, man. Let's say I'm let's say I'm selling you something. I'm I'm, I'm selling <laughs> you, I'm selling you this car for five dollars, hustle. Okay, and I'm selling you. This PlayStation controller for 70. Now I know that people are gonna buy this car because it's hot, but I know people want this PlayStation more. So I'm gonna sell you this PlayStation for 70. Or I'm a I'm a bundle it and give you no option to buying this card with this PlayStation. So I'm gonna sell you the PlayStation with this card was really the only option. You're getting them both. So, like, look, like, I get it. And I'm not saying that's, like, bad. I'm not saying. But I am saying 
there's a little fluffing, man. I made you buy five million of these cards with no choice. How many, how many times have you guys bought a a bundle? And don't act like these bundles aren't aren't the the standard. A lot of the times when you go and buy this stuff, there's a standard bundle. I remember for a long time, God of War was a standard bundle. Is that true or false? You go into a place, a a GameStop, or you go into uh, a GameStop or Walmart, and you buy a PlayStation, and there'll be a picture of Kratos' face on that back. And it says, God of War bundled with that. Every time someone bought one of those bundles, they they mark it down. And they're like, look, man, you bought a card. You bought a card. I'm going to put this card. Now, you bought. Now, some people said that the price increased. That wasn't all the time. That wasn't a all the time. the time. I was going to mention that. A too, lot yeah. of the time, the price was the exact same price. And they would give you no option to buy them individually, separately. Why would you buy, if you wanted the card, because most of the time people wanted the card. Let's be real here. People wanted the card. But why would you not buy the card with the system for the same amount of price? So that, that, that's all I'm saying, man. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Sony did something good. They made a good game. It sold well. But all I'm saying is, I sold you a lot of cards by just selling you a console that hey. some of you didn't even necessarily need. Hey, Attic, to your point, um, I bought the Spider-Man. No, I'm saying Miles Morales. Nope. I bought the Spider-Man 2018 game. I bought the I bought the actual console. I went to GameStop when it came the night that it came out, September 8th, 2018, I do believe. The night that it came out, I paid four hundred dollars for that joint, dog. I didn't decide, I pretty much got Spider-Man for free. So I know I, I see your point, man. But and then uh, there's a couple of times where I would buy a bundle and sell mm-hmm. the game because already on the game, like a bunch of times. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, so that's that's the thing. God of War. I bought the God of War um PS4 as well. That I bought that from Micro Center. That game came for free as well too. So so there are there are times the where like they'll eat PlayStation, you know, whoever, right? They'll they'll eat it and then it's like, all right, well, we really want to move the console, so we'll give you the game. So a lot of times they'll eat. But if they make a profit off the console, the game don't really matter much anyway at that point. I'm not gonna say it doesn't matter at all, but you understand what I'm saying. You get you probably get more money from the former than the latter. You understand? Well, not even probably. You get more money. Yeah. And so you know that's all I'm saying with the PlayStation Plus. Like, okay, now let me give my opinion. I do think this is a good. Let me take off this 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 thing, man. I don't like it. I don't know why. It it feels like I'm I'm in the like the room so i don't know like look i'm in a broke room i'm not in an expensive house all right <laughs> look, look my bed's a little messy it is what it is man all right so look i think this is a con- a good competitor to game pass now look it's not the same they're not getting the games day and date but we have seen xbox makes it work without those games day and date this whole year has been a bunch of year without a lot of you know their true studios day and date has anyone said Game Pass still isn't value? Sure, you're not getting your value every month with games coming out for Xbox day and date. But what you are getting is you're getting games like Tunic. And I have a feeling Sony's going to do this. You guys saw that list. If you bought the PlayStation brand for that $15 to $18 a month, you're going to get a big list of games that you could play. And I think that's where the true value of these services come into play. For people that don't own these games, the casual market, they could pick up a console, have access to all these games for a certain amount of time, and I think that's what makes it a value. Sure, when Microsoft stops launching those games in day and date of the Fables, the Vows, the Perfect Darts, uh, you know, the Outer Worlds 2s, 
that's when it's going to be a very big competitive thing. Sony might have to drop their games day and day if those games are doing well, they're reviewing well, and they're making that service have a huge value in proposition. <clears throat> and then that's a ripple effect. That means when people go out to look at games, they're no longer looking for just exclusive games. They're looking for what is going to give me more realistic value in the console that I choose. And when you could go on a one and get very good games for a subscription from 10 to 15 to $20 a month, depending on if they raise Game Pass in the next couple of years, uh, that's going to entice people to switch to the Xbox platform and play PlayStation games on the side piece when those games come out. So let me get this super chat real quick. <clears throat> Got a $10 super chat from Donna Talk. Animal Crossing, Breath of the Wild, all Pokemon games, Smash Brothers, and Super Mario Odyssey don't get bundled like Mario Kart does. And they still hitting 20 million plus. Every PlayStation 4 exclusive has been bundled, though. All right, Donna Talk. All right. All right. Let's talk about this, man. <laughs> How many times have I came on this podcast and I said, people buy games on Switch because there ain't nothing else to play over there on Switch? What you going to play besides their games? There ain't nothing else on there. I mean, they got stuff, but it's, it don't run as well. But I, mean, really? I think, but that, really, no, seriously, seriously, it don't. Well, obviously, we know it don't run unless as well, it's, but yeah. unless it's stuff like indies, third parties don't sell like that on that platform. It just doesn't, uh, and that's just how it is. And Nintendo does what they do well; they sell their games to their audience extremely well. You got to respect Nintendo for the beastness, man. They go out there and they like. <laughs> got companies giant corporations coming up to them like this ain't gonna work we need more power and nintendo looks at them looks at the eas looks at the the microsoft's and to some point i guess looks at the ubisoft and said we don't care <laughs> that is some g stuff right there and i gotta respect them for that <clears throat> um we got a a ten dollar super chat from dirt griggity what up what what's up brother shout out to the homie <laughs> Tim Dog. What up, Dirt? I want to point out that something I haven't really up, made an announcement. Uh Tim Dog says, What's up, Dirt? Uh his his mic's a little uh in case you guys notice, Tim Dog is driving home right now, I believe. Uh so you know, uh definitely uh I will no, try I'm not to... driving, not driving home. I'm I'm parked. Oh, you're parked. But, you know, not in the, yeah, not in the best of situations, but I try to make it home, but uh what the LIE wasn't happening. It's, it's oh, all be good. safe, Don't man. Be safe. Uh, then we got a members chat from uh, Pixelbit G. Question: Many of those games were already in PS Now, so what kept it at three point two million and losing subs, if not the lore, a day and date? PlayStation Now really didn't have a lot of value. They didn't really market it very well either. They didn't get. See, here's the difference between PlayStation and Game Pass. The day and date is by far the most single important thing. But I think we can all agree that that particular part isn't being utilized to the point it could because of so many delays because of the pandemic, because of the, uh, you know, I would say there's been of a transitioning from all these studios that probably took six months to a year to really get in the tone of how things should be. You And then you got to remember that Microsoft influctuated a lot of money into these studios, hired new stuff. Some studios got new buildings. That takes mm. time. That delayed games too. Uh and then not to mention the indie scene. Microsoft went out there. They got the ID at Xbox program. I'm sure there was some causes and pro uh, programs. It's like, look, we like your game. We'll give you more money if you put it in Game Pass day and date. I'm sure that's going on behind closed doors. I don't know. 
we ain't never talked to the ID at X Pearl. You know, anyone know that dude? You know, definitely add him on uh, Twitter and tell me he needs to come on the Iron Lords podcast to discuss my ID at Xbox program. But you know, that's that's <laughs> besides the fact. Uh, you know, let's let's go ahead and uh, move on to the one, the only. For those of you that said I had Dirt Griggity, I had Hustle. No, Hustle, you weren't on last week. No, no I had. No. Uh, Hargit Shani, I'm pronouncing his name correct. Mm-hmm. And I had Gaming Forte and Dark Gregory at the pretty sure I said his name. We did a good prediction show. And we all said Starfield coming out this year. Starfield's going to be at the predictions, which I don't think that's changing. Starfield's definitely going to be at the show. But the day later, guys, a day later, it was announced <laughs> that Starfield and Redfall is being delayed to 2023. What I want you guys here is First off, where were you guys at when you first heard this information? And second off, how do you think this is going to affect Xbox in 2023? I got to go get something to drink, you guys. Uh, we'll start with Tim Dog. How do you feel like this is going to affect? Um, To be honest, I think it, it's going to make... Uh, I think that the worst of it might be over. Uh, they had such a reaction. Uh, a lot of fighting, a lot of uh, sniping, a lot of... Um, Stuff went on uh, during the week that was pretty crazy. Um, when you mm-hmm. come back, I'm sure we'll be talking about that. But, uh, you know, um, it was ugly. And uh, I think the writing on the wall is, is that Xbox, you know, people were saying, did they have a studio problem? I think one person said it best. They have more of a 2022 problem. They really don't have a lot. They have indies. Um, and, and smaller games. Stalker 2 is not going to hit at in, in the end of the year. Uh, the only uh, bit of faith that you can get for a AAA exclusive is Forza, and um, that's possible that it doesn't hit this year, in this calendar year either. Um, I, think, I think Xbox was in a really good position, and they were really starting to feel their oats, and uh, this is pretty much a a smash in the mouth moment. I think that, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of upset people. And um, uh, I felt that people acted like it's more of a cancelization. I understand people have the right to be upset. But, um, you know, you also have to keep a little bit of a, you know, uh, a little bit of grounded. You keep yourself a little grounded because, the game wasn't canceled. Neither game was canceled. They were just delayed. Uh, and um, unfortunate as it was, they still are coming out. and They're probably being better. But uh, overall, uh, yeah, they took a pretty big hit here. Uh, depending on uh, how the holiday goes, they're going to have a pretty t- tight holiday. If God of War comes out and does what it's supposed to do, and, you know, Xbox says nothing. So uh, it makes June 12th a little more interesting, even though it was very interesting to begin with. But uh, they did the smart thing getting the bad news out because if they had done this and, and showed Starfield and then after the show said it's delayed, mm. <laughs> I think that would have really been bad. I think that's so, the reason they did it. Yeah. So um, overall, uh, it was just uh, – it was a. Uh, a lot of community members went crazy, and and there's a lot of people looking twice at, at you know, probably some people who have some regrets too because um, that was on full display, and 
if you think that you aren't being read, you are being read. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I, th I think it, I think it hit home to Microsoft, and um, you know, uh, it was definitely a call a wake up call. But they list they always listen, but you know, this was a tough bill for them to swallow. And uh, you know, yeah, like I said, it was it was a pretty eventful week, and still kind of going. You know, you get that thing with the Xbox ambassador and stuff like that. Um, but you yeah. know. Uh, just overall, it was just really a rough pill to swallow for them and for even Xbox fans and myself included. I listen, I hyped the thing up. I didn't think the game was getting delayed. Uh, I talked to uh, a couple of people. They were all on board, people who know stuff or who have really good connections. Uh, people were posting dates that were executives were posting dates, uh, you know. Uh, so uh, the, the, the news came came quick it came short and it was brutal and uh the best thing for xbox to do is uh you know take their lumps and get these games to come out and the only way that they can dispute any of this or show that they're doing well is if Starfield comes out it's a 92 metacritic and red fall comes out and it's you know an 86 metacritic and both are hits uh you'll see a lot of different takes and what you did but overall it was a pretty messy week and uh still still uh there's still fallout from it so uh you know uh, how it's going to take i don't know june 12th is, is going to be super interesting <laughs> indeed indeed uh added what day did this happen on you have to tell me what day did this happened on we had our podcast on wednesday it happened thursday happened so thursday. that means it was the 12th of, of this month I do believe I was at work, and as a matter of fact, um, I was actually anticipating uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, which is the newest album by Kendrick Lamar. I know that has nothing to do with nothing. That's kind of what I was focused on. So when I saw that, the news of Starfield and Redfall getting delayed on, on the Twitter, on the timeline, I was like, oh, okay. Um, I was, well, my first thought was, <laughs> How bad of a shape is, not, not even Redfall, because I don't think nobody was geeked up. Oh, nobody was tripping off a of Redfall being delayed. Nobody, yeah, you know, that's just one thing. Obviously, the big title that Microsoft was putting all their time, effort, and energy behind, you know, was Starfield. So when I saw it, because they announced it 11 11 22, you know, they wanted to recapture what Elder Scrolls did back in the day. Nah, for 11 11 11. And, and now, man, it, it was just a thing. And that chain of events spiraled into, uh, and Tim, you alluded to it earlier, like, it spiraled like out of control for certain uh, figures over there at Xbox. Um, a certain young lady in the ambassador program. It, it, it was a lot that was going on, man. I don't like y'all. Y'all both follow me on Twitter. Y'all know I don't really get the trying to protect anybody who works at a trillion dollar company or <laughs> billion dollar company. Like it's just it's not in my my thought process because the game is delayed. If it's if that game is delayed. And there's a reason why that game was delayed. Maybe things just weren't up to snuff. Uh, I heard some rumors circulating around of some people who I kind of trust are saying that this was a cyberpunk situation. I put that in quotations because no. I don't think I don't think it was that bad. I saw some stuff floating around. I, I was I saw some Twitter spaces. I said, no, nah, I don't think it's that bad because they would have if it was a cyberpunk situation, they would have gotten this out the way early in the year. Point blank period. Hey, this ain't really up to snuff right now. So we got to at the top of the year, they would have got that out the way. 
So I think, well, first of all, I think this game is going to come out probably February, if not March of next year. A lot of people think it's going to come out <laughs> the following year in um 2023. So like 11, 11, 23. I don't I think that. that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that they're going to wait that long. I think whatever they have to, <clears throat> excuse me, whatever they have to tidy up, I think they want to get rid of that, quote, bug fez the title. I think that things may have been a little too, too rough, like Fallout 76 was, right? Things, things may have been too rough, and I don't think they I don't think they want to repeat of that. So I'm like, hey, just push it up a little bit. And I think, you know, first of all, we I think we get a release date at March, or excuse me, June 12th at the E3, pre- well, I say E3, at the Microsoft presentation. I mean, I say E3. Y'all got to make sure I don't say that. Um, Number two, man, it's... <clears throat> Um, and now, uh, Attica, are we going to talk about the other thing after, after you get your points across about the. The what? Just say it. Um, no, no, I almost lost my train of thought. About the young lady who's the next. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that here in a second. <clears throat> because I feel There's like a couple have... little topics I want to talk about, nothing to take time. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. All right, so here's what I think I do think this is a bad look in 2022. I think it makes Xbox look a very, very empty year. And look, is that bad? Yes, for 2022. Um, they do deserve the criticism because um, it's not just like one or two things. It's it's a variety of different things. And I think that we need to be better as a community at vocalizing that. Tim Dog vocalizes it all the time. Hustle, myself, talk about the overall community. Um, Phil Spencer, I still think, is the right person for the job. I do think that he has done enough for getting all these studios, getting so many games greenlit. He's done enough to validate waiting for the games to come out. Sure, we got to wait longer. We've waited long enough, and I get it, and it sucks. Um, let's at least wait till the June the twelfth show, at least. <laughs> like, like we're so close to that thing. Let's let's <clears throat> le- at least wait for that. Um, it is interesting that they announced this before the event, because to me, you could have announced it later on this year and not get so much like to me right now your primary focus is to wait until the show comes out you know what i'm saying you're wanting to hype up the show having this showed up i think is kind of derailing the show a little bit uh tim dog did a mention it's going to be weird to put at the end of trailers another year so that's probably why they did it but to me they did it post this which, all right, all right, here's my conspiracy. I'm going to get a literally conspiracy hat to put on. <laughs> I feel like their mindsets look, we have things coming out this year. We're just going to go ahead and take the hit because we want to show another release date. So I think this July, uh, June 12th, I think you're going to see a new release date, probably January, February, March, around that time. Because to me, if I knew a game was coming out and I knew it was getting delayed, I would just hold on to that stuff to the chest. Wait till around August, September, then delay that thing. Sure, you're going to get the same hit, but at least you didn't derail your own event, if that makes sense. Uh, well, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think that this <laughs> – listen, man. If they did that, I think I think it would even be worse. But but Tim, this 
The reason I'm about the reason oh, I'm listen, like you're talking about the Rayland events. You're gonna be the first one. To, Tim, did you see it? Did you see it? You know, all these <laughs> and, people, and, 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 and I get that, Tim. Like, you know, you're gonna be watching with every other Xbox fan going crazy. Totally. And you're not gonna be talking about the delays. But we're, we're not talking about that. We're talking about announcing a delay when we've seen the game and announcing a delay when we haven't seen the game. I feel like. If they weren't like if they just show yeah. Hall, if they just show 2023 now, uh, after the thing, let, let me uh, get my point across, then I'd be a little bit more disappointed because I feel like the delay would hit better if they have a good showing. If they showed this game coming out, or if they just showed it during the event, uh, the new of the new release date 2023. I just feel like it's odd to get this kind of bad news out to probably the, the highlight of your event. Before the event came out, I feel like personally, they show good showing on June the twelfth. The game looks good; everyone's excited. Then they hit you with the uh, then they hit you with the delay. People are going to be disappointed, but you All just right. gameplay. You you, well, got hype. you actually know what the game's about. I feel like people will be more accepting to a delay at that point. See, there's two sticks of this though. Your 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 route is playing with fire, in my opinion. Because the reaction that we got, and you would think that, you know, uh, the end of the world was coming. I can only imagine what would have happened if they said that they showed us and that, you know, then they, 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 they you know, you know how all the conspiracies start. They played us. And in, in the case of what I you're saying, you. Is, I get you. you know, they would go crazy. Now, I understand what you're saying, but I just think it's a, it's, it's a point with fire. I actually feel that Xbox in good faith with the fans did what they did and you know it was probably a shock to them and maybe they could have uh done this better uh or a way of revealing it but maybe they could have shown some screenshots I, and said you know said said uh you know this and that but I do think that they just wanted to get that out of the way so that they can focus on the show. Now the show itself I'm confident it's going to be very good, and I and and, and I agree it's a little no, bit. I of think a it's going to be good, but I do think that we'll all be very excited for it. And but you, you know, I just feel like your your way of going about it, it's it's, it's a smart way of going about it. But sure is playing. You're saying it, it has more of a double edged sword, like it could hurt you just as easily. And well, I agree with you. Know you. How everyone's with Xbox, they'll they'll mm -hmm. say exactly what you said they did. They lied to us. They knew that this wasn't coming out, and they showed us the stage. Now, what they happens? And and so, and I want Phil fired. You know, that's the <laughs> no, I don't think I will. You well, know, I just I can only imagine from what transpired this week. I, I don't know what would happen, but that would really, in, in a way, really spark some people, and, and myself included. I would be like, "What the hell did they do here?" Because they had to have known. Now, what yeah. happens if if they showed the gameplay trailer? It looks good, but at the end of the gameplay trailer, they do they, oh, they announce the new now. release date. They getting destroyed, yeah. boy. That's I worse. Just, I personally feel like if you show people good shit and you get but people excited now, but huh? okay, so okay, so so you're saying I'm gonna take your same statement that you said, but now when they show good shit, you're still not going to be let down. You're going to be back. I'm going to be let down, but at least I get what you're saying. Like I'm not saying that I'm right 
or you're wrong, I'm definitely not gonna say you're right because then it's saying I'm wrong. But you know, like I just personally feel like if you show someone what the game looks like, finally people understand what's going on, and then people are finally starting. Okay, I see the Starfield game now. Then they hit you with the delay at the end of the trailer. They're like, damn, it got delayed. They're gonna get some flack, but at least people know what they're getting. And I get what you're saying to let them down now. That way, when you see it. They, they they already know the expectations to going into that event. But to me, the reason people are so upset is, A, there's nothing to play this year, and, B, we don't even know what the game is to even be uh, – to not be excited or to be excited if the game's getting delayed. Oh. I feel like there's just a lot of mixed mixed emotions going on because there's no information on it. Like, this is one of the few games I've seen get delayed where we know still literally nothing about it. Well, and that's, I feel like- yeah, that's, that's why the egg on the face goes on to people like me, myself, who, who people are right when they said Tim Dog hyped a game that had well, no... I too. I was right there with you, you know, but, Tim. That, that had no gameplay. And I, <laughs> and, I, and I read something, and I said, you know, that's pretty... You know, I can't dispute that. I'm a fair person. I said, I'll take that out. I said, yeah, that's a pretty bad out that I did do that. But, you know, you, you were thinking, well, okay, it's Todd Howard, Fallout. Uh, they showed it in E3. It was a relatively short time. Uh, you know, there was reasons why we did what we did. But at the end of the day, it's, it's still it's not a good look that there was no gameplay showed and all this went on. And, and look, keep in mind, I see the chat coming at me. Look, man, <laughs> look. I'm just saying that I think I would have took it better if I saw the game. I understand I'm not everybody. Just giving you my opinion. You could take it. You can leave it. You can write it on a piece of paper, put it on your refrigerator, and look at it every day. I don't know what to tell you. Hey, Adam, um, what? Adam, hold on, hold on. That's Cap. That's all, Cap. If you watching the joint with the Lords, I'm watching it with the Lords. We're doing a live reaction, right? We are Ten Dog, you there too. And, and then after the trailer, we see 11, 11, 23. <laughs> Come on, yeah. Come on, okay. let's not do if that, it's man. 11, 11, 23, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. But if it's like two, three, four, 20, uh, 2023. I don't think people are flipping. <laughs> I think there's people are going to be upset. I think the internet's going to do what the internet does, but the people that care, the people that want it aren't going to say shit. They're going to be excited to play that. Now, if it's like a six month delay, seven month delay, then we're having a different conversation. But if it's only a month to two to three, I don't think the internet's going to attack you as much as you think the internet's going to attack them. Sure, you're going to get the people that's going to attack normally how they attack. But I feel Mm -hmm. like if you come out there, you show good gameplay, you show what this game's about, and then you say, yo, but we needed a little bit more time, a couple months. I don't think that's going to be a huge, huge backlash. It's going to be backlash. It's backlash with everything. But I don't think it's going to be like crazy. Let me get these super chats real quick. All right. Because uh, I do have another thing I want to talk about in terms of this. So we got to – let me make sure Rubber Knob – I saw him do two, but I want to make sure. Okay. We got a Rubber Knob with $10 super chat. We all need to stop getting angry and get about game delays. Since the pandemic, miss most studios are working from push, pushing dev time to one to two years back. All games are going to be delayed. Uh, Rubber Knob, what I've been told, six months to a year, every game. Every game, six months to a year. Very few games didn't get affected by the pandemic. And look, people want to say that the pandemic's not an excuse. It's an excuse, but do you care? That's the point. We don't really have to care about the excuse. We're the consumers. We buy the games. But as far as the dev side, that is an excuse. When you go from 
everything good to every to a lockout, straight lockout. Most likely, the majority of these studios, the transition wasn't pretty going from working at a studio to working from home. And then you got to look at the fact that some studios are very heavy on mocap. You got studios like Naughty Dog, studios like uh, uh, Ninja Theory. They do a lot of mocap. They couldn't do anything for during that lockout. It is an excuse. And people say, well, everyone else is is is, is adapting fine. Are they, though? We don't know yet. We don't want to answer uh, that just yet. Uh, Returnal came out buggy. Horizon came out buggy with a delay. God of War has been delayed once, maybe twice. We don't know yet. Actually, it's been delayed. It's been delayed well, once. Well, um, what? Twice. No, no, no. Twice. Last Somebody was said it was 2021. Last of was delayed too. Mm-hmm. Every game has been delayed. And I get I get what you guys are saying. Uh, it's like I said, it's an excuse, but it doesn't matter. You're the consumer. You have the right to voice your opinion regardless, but it is an excuse. Uh, then we got a $5 super trap uh, from Rubber Knob. From Rubber Knob, all games like Horizon Forbidden West should have been delayed a little longer. Like I said, the game came out really buggy. People were really talking about that game. Like I said, this is a, 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 a an issue. This isn't just something Microsoft's dealing with. Sure, some studios have dealt with some better. The, the studio that made uh, Ori is a complete work from home company so obviously companies like that doesn't even really care and i'm sure there's a lot of companies that had a lot of places in play before the pandemic where some were working from home a lot that they were able to do it a lot faster but this isn't one thing that fits all every studio got the pandemic hit them differently i don't know if you want to comment on that Tim, but you can if you want um, I do think that that uh, uh, rubber knob, <laughs> nice name, five dollars. Thank you very much for contributing to a great podcast. Um, I do think that the pandemic is kind of like people don't want to hear about it, and it's very real, and it definitely affected this. I do believe if there was no COVID, that you we probably, would see these games. I'm confident we would see these. Games. Yeah, we would see these games. So here we are. And we're, we're, you know, going crazy where people just don't, you know what it is? Xbox kind of put themselves in this position because they did have a pandemic at the time when they announced 11-11-22. So it's on them. And believe me, I talked to Xbox and Phil and, and people and, uh, you know, basically uh, they say they dropped the ball. I'm sorry, I'm in text now. Uh you know, they dropped the ball and they feel very bad and they say, well, they have to fix it. And, mm-hmm. you know, the only way we're going to get to that. Games, but, you know, at the end of the day, uh, the pandemic is very real and COVID's very real and, you know, uh, crunch is very real. And I mean, I've seen some people <laughs> say that these people should be paid. I mm. mean, like, the, you know, the stupidity that, and the knee-jerk reactions that I saw something really left a bad taste in my mouth. And I love the Xbox community, and I'm the first to say it's a great community and it's the best and this and that. You want to know your best when that, that that day happened, in my opinion. I do feel people have a right to complain, but, you know, you want Phil fired? You want, yeah, you know, you're, you're going around with some of the stuff. Little stuff is a little bit too much. So, uh, I don't know. I mean... I get the disappointment. I get the I can you, get the outrage, but I can't get the knee jerk 
reactions like, well, why are we paying these people? You know, these people, believe me, uh, think about it that how passionate the gamers are. Imagine being a developer. And this is what you have to you have to deal with, and you have to push that out. You you you're living your life and putting your life and every ounce of energy you have into this game, and you have to delay it. It sucks for them all around too. Um, I just hope we can get to a point where uh, you know the COVID COVID's still going to be an issue, but where it's not as big as an issue, and you know these games start to really start to release. On a uh, on a on a good 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 amount, so you know where it's we're not sitting here for a year yelling at each other. Yeah, COVID is an issue, and I do feel like uh, first off, I feel like the bigger your studio was, the bigger your company was, the harder COVID hits you because there's more parts to interrupt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's why you saw a lot of these smaller indie studios didn't get hit as hard, uh, but. Massive studios, massive people work five, six hundred, eight hundred plus people. They got devastated by it. I mean, uh, normally the uh, the expansion for Destiny comes out every September. They've delayed that both years. So it, it's just like, look, like I get it. People are upset. I'm upset. Uh, maybe not nearly as much as some other people, but it's just like, as far as say, oh, we need Phil to be fired, Phil is doing the best he can with the tools he has. Look, I get it. You guys don't have to take anything he says as hard, uh, but Phil came into a studio. Uh, he's finally rotated the, the ship around. He's got all the water out, but then he hits another small iceberg known as the pandemic. Uh, and that delayed games drastically. Six months is not a lot in game development, but six months to gamers is a lifetime. And look, I personally, I don't know how you guys feel, and I'll let you comment it real quick, Hustle. I personally feel until we start seeing some of these games come out, we can't truly see if Phil was the right person or not. Phil has done stuff that no other person has done in the Xbox brand. No Peter Moore, no Don Matrick, no one. Phil has convinced Microsoft to take Xbox seriously. Phil has got them to invest billions of dollars into the ecosystem. Phil has got them to open up money to greenlight games that were not greenlighted before him. Phil has done stuff that a lot of other people would have felt is a dream. Sure, there's been a lot of hiccups. Phil had a lot of politic democracy stuff going on when he first came in. But Phil has done stuff that no other person has done in the Xbox brand. And I feel like just all that stuff that I just mentioned is enough to at least give this man the benefit of the doubt until we see some of these games come out. That's uh, that's the kind of way I felt too um, with my overall take. And I didn't want to seem like I was being a shill or defending the company they deserve to get beat up a little bit here, but you oh, know, he does. They, just, they deserve the smoke, but it's yeah. giving criticism and calling for a man's job. I feel that's that's, yeah. that's and the thing is, is the people that call him for a man's job, these are the same people that were in my DMs saying, Hell, Phil, he's taking over, he's buying Call of Division. This is so amazing. I love <laughs> being an Xbox fan. So, to me, it's like I don't, and I don't know if it's these same people, I do think that if, if God of War, God forbid, was delayed, they'd be so happy they wouldn't care anymore. So to me, is it really about the game, or is it because the guy God that you console war with 
and bullshit with has a one up on you. And believe me, that plays into it. I hate to say it. You know, uh, the first thing the console warriors were doing, and, you know, I, I, I'm sometimes involved with it, and I try to, you know, you know, we don't nearly do it as much as we used to, Tim. No, you know that? Those people were like the happiest. Like the Sony guys were, you know, so happy and they were, you know, they were made they, some of the stuff and I'll admit some of the stuff that they put out was very funny and like had me laughing. Like they got the Xbox guy and it's like it's like sometimes I, I hate to say is it is that is that more are you really upset about the game or is it because you're being made fun of because, you know, you were saying 97 Metacritic Starfield and that's, you can't have it, you know? That's that's what I was saying when I was on ILP. I feel bad for the people that generally was excited for Starfield. I want to play, but I can't say I was 100%. I need it now. I'm more like that with Fable. You can ask Tim Dog. Me and Tim Dog have been having this on and off yeah. thing about Fable for like a decade, it feels like. But as far as the people, I love Starfield. I love Bethesda games. But I can honestly say that when it comes to Starfield, I'm okay with the wait. Uh, Fable a little bit different, but Starfield, I want to play it, and I see it. But I'm okay. I'm not getting up. I'm sitting on my couch, man. I'm waiting for that to come to me. So let me get these. Uh, let me get these super chats real quick. Uh, five dollars super chat from Two Mutt uh, from Mister Two Impenetrated. My opinion: I'm ready to want for Starfield even till eleven eleven twenty three. If it hits, but fill your lineup while we wait. One game a quarter. We'll get to that here in a second. And then we got a five dollars super chat from Dead Planet. Uh, I love the game Lost Planet, man. I would love if you change your name to Lost Planet. Uh, <laughs> Series X was introduced with Hellblade 2. We've seen it twice since 2019, three years ago. Not to sound arrogant, but the game better be d uh, very damn close. Uh, we won't go into too much into that because uh, there's not a lot of information on that. We have seen it and we've seen gameplay, so hopefully we'll see more uh, visual gameplay and it'll come out soon. $5 Super Chat from Dead Planet. Tim Dog. Sony has timed exclusivity on the SH2 remake. Uh, Silent, Hill. Silent, Silent Hill. Hill 2 remake. Thanks, Blooper. But apparently two other Silent Hill 2 projects in the works. Any coming to Xbox? Have you heard anything about Silent Hills coming to Xbox? Haven't heard much, and I wouldn't put too much stock into anything right now with that. I know they had the screenshots, but just wait and see what it is. All right. So, all right, let, let's move on to the last little bit of uh, this this topic. Uh, just make this quick. I'm going to go to each person on the panel. Tell me two ways you think they can make up for Starfield and Redfall being delayed. We'll start with X, uh, with Tim Dog. Uh, get two games from, I don't know what you can, but get two games from Game Pass and announce it at day one. Put some money up and get, get some, some money. you know. Hmm. I, I think that's pretty much logistic overall. What do you think, Hustle? I mean, I wasn't even going to go that route. I was going to say in regards of the show, you announced a release date for Perfect Dark because you know that's what I'm looking forward to, first of all. I said you announced that, and you show, and I know you like a Val, so show some of Val gameplay too. Like, I, I kind of want to see more of that. And since we know that um, Starfield and Redfall are being pushed out, you can sh show stuff from that, but show more, show other things. Show other things down the pipeline. I would say that. Since we know that this one thing is getting delayed, I would say show uh show a lot of your other titles that uh you know pull us God forbid pull a Sony you know how they show the games four years out Man, what the hell pull a Sony 
I think, I think you yeah. got to do something because that was Starfield was your heavy hitter. I say was Xbox fans was the ones that they were waiting on. So yeah. Yeah, my sense about in the middle. But before we get on with that, man, there's 302 people in this chat. Hit that oh, like button if you guys hey don't y'all. mind. I want them to try to get that above 200 before the end of the show. I probably know that's not going to realistically happen. But I'm, I love being unrealistic. My shit's in the in the clouds, man. So <laughs> there you go. we're, we're, we're going to – I think it's in the middle. I think the biggest thing they need to do is try to secure that Call of Duty coming to Game Pass day and day. Uh, if, that, if they're able to achieve that, it's going to be interesting. I think that you do that, maybe one more big title game. And I think if they can't get those Game Pass games because it's too far, I know that there's a lot of, uh, you know, contract, a lot of legal stuff going on. If they're not able to get anything Game Pass, you want to make sure that you show these games avowed. Uh, if you can, Hellblade, um, you know, Starfield, Redfall. You want to make sure that these games look the best that they possibly can. Because I'm 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 confident if Forza, if Forza, uh Jason Max said it as well. Uh let me put up his thing. Uh I personally feel like if you're able to show these games in a very, very positive way, where honestly think people reason the Starfield thing hit a lot of people is because we don't know what these games, a lot of these games are. We've not seen gameplay in a lot of these games. But if you show Hellblade combat looks great you show a very good look of starfield looks great show forza why it was delayed new engine looks great you show redfall amazing co-op experience looks great you show avowed awesome rpg good release date looks great i think people would lay off the delays because you're showing look we've had a lot of delays but we're showing you these games some of them have release dates, maybe Hellblade and Avowed. I don't know. Redfall, definitely. Starfield, definitely. Maybe more of these have release dates than other. But actually, if you show people what these games look like, how they're going to feel, and what they look like day one. Let's not do none of this Ubisoft stuff where it's like you have an illusion little thing where, you know, I was making my house look like an expensive house. None of that. Show us what we're going to play. Make it look good. And Tim Dog, don't you think people would... I think that would get people off people's back. I really do. Well, I agree with what with you and Hustle uh, say, uh, had said um, about this. And, yeah, that, that would be the best answer. Um, but realistically, how can it be done? Supposedly, it, it takes a team, the whole entire studio, three weeks off of the dev timetable. So if you're going to make a demo, uh, it's, it's three three weeks to a month to uh, completely dedicate yourself to a demo and trailer. That includes gameplay. So if that had happened, they probably are, are beyond that date where they couldn't coordinate it. Unfortunately, I think they're in court between a rock and a hard place that, yes, they could do something like that, or if they had more time, they, they probably could have planned this a little bit better. But uh, I do think that um, they're kind of caught in a rock and a hard place. You're not going to get that gameplay that they need from an avowed and you're not going to get that stuff. You might get it from another show down the line, but just not now. And as far as the like times exclusivity stuff or the timed um, game pass day one on game pass, uh, that's very unlikely too. cod. Uh, the cod is so cod and four eight. I don't think they're going to touch cod because they don't want to mess around with the regulations and they're scared shitless of that, you know, 
They don't want to, you know, say, oh, you're already starting in, you're tinkering, you know, you're, you're dabbling with the, the uh, already making changes. You know, they're supposed to be hands off 100%. So I think you throw that out the window. Um, I, as, as, as I kind of feel, I think 2022 is going to be a, a, a tough year. It's going to be a tough year, but it's going to be it followed is. by maybe one of their best years ever, if not best. And it's like I said, look, at the end of the day, even if the year's a complete flop, um, none of these games come out the year they're supposed to. They all get pushed back to 2023. We have absolutely nothing coming in 2022. It's going to be a bad year. But as long as these games that follow up in 2023 are good, people will forget. People got short minds. Uh, I'm not condone. I'm not like accepting the way they did. I think they should have 2022 games. Uh, I honestly feel like if they're not going to give us their own stuff, they need to open up that checkbook and get some of these games in Game Pass day and date. All right, let's go to these little topics I want to talk about real quick. All right, first thing, y'all, did you guys see that post that was on Twitter that showed all of the stuff that PlayStation's marketing, but Call of Duty wasn't on it? No. Right. Yeah, apparently it was at some kind of press I conference. Saw that. I saw that. And Call of Duty was not on it. That's interesting. Now, maybe it's because that's a given but there was stuff like final fantasy on there so i don't even know if it's that you guys think there's a possibility if this deal goes through that there's some kind of deal in place where microsoft takes over the marketing because it's weird that sony is marketing that game and that's probably their biggest marketing game and it's not on that list and everything on there they're marketing i i thought it was that they had to honor whatever contract was in place but if if that deal does go through, then I mean, if I'm PlayStation, I'd be like, nah, y'all can take that and, and maybe go somewhere. maybe they're still marketing it, but they didn't put it on that list because it's not a viable thing in the future. Uh, so yeah, maybe they know they, after yeah, this I is over. Bingo, there you go. They probably said, you know what, it's going away next year. Uh, let's like kind of hold the horses. I don't think you're going to see Microsoft with a call COD exclusivity multi, uh, marketing deal. Again, there's a regulation deal. There's this whole thing going on. Xbox is shaking in their boots. You know, uh, a real thing is, is if they got this 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 thing denied, it would really hurt them, set them back a, a lot. So lots riding on that. So I don't think there's any, any kind of Call of Duty. I think what you just alluded to is the answer. Maybe this is the end of their, their run, and they don't want to give a shine a spotlight on Call of Duty because they know they're losing it. All right, so... I don't know if you want to comment on this, Tim. Uh, there was an individual, an Xbox ambassador, uh, that posted uh, some criticism on uh, people criticizing uh, Phil Spencer. I think the tweet was a little bit intasteful. Like, I, I don't agree with the tweet. Uh, but it does look like people went to the streets like they normally do. They brought up uh, the fact that she don't play certain games that she says she play, uh, that she hypes up. Now, you know, I want to focus on individual uh, not necessarily her, but should people that are that much like, you know, people that's that much in Twitter streets that represent a brand that Microsoft physically works with, should they play games to that degree? Because even 10 dog, 10 dog's been a very big Xbox fan for a while. Uh, and if there's anything that you could say about 10 dog, you know, people might say, you know, 10 dog shells for the company, this, that, and the other. But one thing you can never say about 10 dog is he doesn't play games. And I that's what I kind of kind of want to talk about like do you think that a brand ambassador or anyone that truly 
uh, represents the game. Uh, you know, they, they're constantly working with studios. Microsoft acknowledges them as a partner. Do you think that they should be playing games to that degree? But let me get the super chat real quick. We got a two super chat from RRD. I don't want release dates. They're not trustworthy. Completely understand. So go, Tim Dog. Uh, well, almost this particular case is a little uh, weighted. Um, I know the individual for a long time. Uh, I can say that she's a super nice person. Um, and, you know, the things that transpired, I, I really don't feel that are, I don't think it's 100% fair because she definitely contributes, contributes in a lot of other ways, like streams, community events, stuff like that. I've known her for a while. Um, and she never, the thing to me, she never partaked in the console wars. She never. I agree. Or, I, or, I have her. I follow her, and uh, I think I don't know if she follows me. I've never seen her once partake in the Never once. Never once. And listen, if she was like that, I kind of say, yeah, it's open season on somebody like that. But being that she's really kind of disengaged herself from that and uh, really never played up to it, um, I just think it's unfair. And unfortunately, you know, it was uh, King Thrash. Who was the person? Let me go in this place. I'm all quiet. Um, King Thrash was the person that uncovered it, and he's a Sony guy, and you know he wanted to make fun of the ambassador program uh, and say, you know, look, they don't have worthy people. Um, and then you know, and then kids from was pissed, which I get. I listen. I think that uh, the ambassador program has always been. Uh, uh, you know, uh, who you know type feel type thing, but I do feel that they uh, do put their best foot forward and try to, um, you know, uh, you know, have good ambassadors. I, I do feel like they try to do the right thing. Uh, is there a lot of politics involved? One hundred percent. I would never be able to be an ambassador. They would say I'm too. You know what's really? I fight too much. I'm this and that, and oh. I'm okay with that. You got to move a certain way, Hustle, to to get, like, there's a difference between being in, like, the center, and there's a difference being professionally in the center. Uh, you know, okay. and, and it is what it is. Like, let, let me get my thing a little bit. Um, look, I'm going to tell you guys the same way I did the review. The only thing I disagree with this individual is she said that you have to run a company to be able to criticize it. I don't agree with that. Yeah, that's um, not fair. As far as people bringing up her gamer score, I get it. She, I think a lot of this has to do with Tim. And I don't know if you if you agree with this, but I think a lot of these have to do is you got people that have been grinding in the streets, regardless if they're doing the console war or not doing the console war. Uh, they're putting a lot of effort into this industry. Uh, they they put a lot of effort into their channels, into their Twitch streams, into yes. their Twitter following. They do everything they can. They play the games, they review the games, and a lot of them don't get the opportunities that the uh, opportunities like this individual get. I think that's where the core of this stands is you got a lot of content creators and a lot of people in general annoyed that people like that get the type of, uh, you know, not wouldn't say pat on the back, but they get those opportunities that a lot of people have really put time into and don't get it. And I think that's, I think that's where it's really coming from. Uh, it, yeah. Let me just, let me say, I agree with you. I'm not going to say that. I do think this stuff has uncovered a lot of, Stuff like that, and and some of that stuff isn't fair, and I hundred percent agree with you. Um, do I think Kid Smooth should be an ambassador? Absolutely. I think that you can look past somebody who's 
had uh, uh, you know uh, an outburst on Twitter or anything um, that was real. Just one, though. Kid Smooth, just one. <laughs> but you know, Kid Smooth is, is somebody who's helped people in the community. Yeah, he, Kid he deserves Smooth, it. When he something deserves happens, it. he's the first guy there. So for me, and he's a big time gamer. He knows his stuff. So I kind of get why he would be a perturbed, why he he doesn't get it. But let's be honest, we also know that Microsoft is a corporation first and foremost, mm -hmm. and that they are going to look for that. They don't want any kind of loose ends. They don't want to have a guy where, you know, they had KSI. You, you know who KSI is, right? You guys know who he is? That's the big yeah. YouTuber? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. was originally with Xbox. And he was like one of their people that they were really high up on. And what happened was, is he made some comments about women, or he um, had a viral video of his that he was uh, people would say objectifying women. I don't know, it was bullshit. Mm -hmm. And they dropped him. And that's the thing in corporate America and anything that you in, anything that you come close to, you're done. And the one thing I will say for the, for the Xbox ambassador who 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 had had the light, light shine on her. She's been nothing but a model citizen, so I have to give her that much. She and it's hard. Say, it's hard not to get yourself caught up in something. As, as, as we, we, we don't, but to me, um, we need more gamers that are women in general. We have to be more open to women in general on a console and video games. I mean, I, I know how it is. It's, it's not... It, it's sometimes tough for... A woman to come into a, a chat room with a bunch of Especially guys. how toxic a lot of people are. Sometimes I'll be yeah. at a party with some of these dudes. They'd be acting like they've never heard a woman speak. They've never seen a woman. We I'm like, dude, go knock, go knock on the door next door. There's probably a woman in there somewhere. Like, right. calm the we hell down. When we have a woman in the chat room, let's be honest. This is real talk right now. When there's a woman in the chat room, you got six guys. You always have that one guy that's saying something inappropriate or trying to placate himself to the girl. Mm -hmm. And that is unwelcoming to 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 a person. So, for me, it's like a double. It's a, it's like double hit for her. I don't feel like she, I don't. I hope that she doesn't take this. What I'm worried is that she's going to take this experience and give up and say, you I know, I don't, I don't want. I want her to just brush it off. I haven't reached out to her because I know that she's probably had reached out and, uh, you know, people reach out to her. But I just think that in this case, it was she was uh, unfortunate. Uh, bullseye for people that you know are looking not to just just to discredit Xbox and other things. And she she came up. Did she make comments that maybe uh, led the led the wolves to her? Maybe, but at the end of the day, uh, I I don't think that she should. I think she should well very worthy of being a ambassador. It doesn't always mean you have to play video games. I mean, if you look at it and be realistic. Some of the guys that we love on Xbox don't play that much Xbox. Jim Ryan, you think he really plays much PlayStation? You think that these guys, Herman Helms, are coming home like us and playing games till 3 in the morning and chats? No. They're going to sleep with their family. So, the you know, the, the bottom line is, is that you can't, in my opinion, judge a person by what games they play or the duration that they play. If they're playing and they're making a good effort, that's all that needs to be said. And they have to be knowledgeable. And I think in the most part, we have people that are super knowledgeable here and we don't have stupid people that are completely clueless. It's one thing to be knowledgeable and it's another thing to be completely clueless that you can't help somebody. I think in this case, she's very knowledgeable that if somebody came to a problem with her, she would understand how to get it rectified and fixed.
Yeah, and it's like it's like I've said. Like I understand people are upset. You know, I, I've never really got into that like fraud stuff. Like I don't really care, but I understand. It's like I said, people people are tired of people representing a gaming community that don't play games, and I get that. Uh, but she does a lot of positive in the community that you don't see. You know, uh, the diversity. She she tries to bring more women to the community. And it's just like, look, at the end of the day, should should she promote games that she doesn't play? No, but some of you promote stuff that you don't do either. And all I, the only thing I, it's like I said, the only thing I don't agree with her is how she said you have to run the company to do it. Uh, people were saying, I don't know, I didn't see it myself that people are attacking her for being a woman. People attacking her personally. None of that's that. cool. Yeah, yeah I didn't none see of that. that too, well, you'll always get the random asshole who will be like, "Hey, yeah. kids, do something stupid." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're always gonna get the random, and that could be anybody. You know, like it could be a stock Xbox guy. That's a listen. There's people in the ambassador program right now that hate her. Okay, mm-hmm. it's not this. It's just not like Xbox. Like, there's a real big debate going on about this because there. I know the ambassadors. Those people are very tough on people. I, I remember Doc, Doc, who I felt at the time was worthy of it, um, or he was to be considered. They didn't, they didn't allow him in. Um, it's very hard to get into it, and uh, it is kind of an, a, you know, a, a big deal. Um, but that community is not an easy community. So I'm sure she's, get, she's getting it from both sides is what I'm saying. She's so, getting it from the fanboys. She's getting it from just like people like us who are just considering what she's saying. I'm not, not me, but you know, like just people who would question her. And then she's also getting it from the back end, from the people who she, who her peers are. And then that's very real. And, Again, I just don't want it to be a point where she just she busts. She's been she's been holding strong, so that's I'm happy about it. But it's it's gotten ugly. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deny it. It's been pretty pretty rough, and people weren't nice to her. And some of the stuff, like I said, she might have opened herself up to. Um, <laughs> but I just think that uh, we also you know should consider some of the good stuff she does too. It's like I said, I don't. I'm never going to condone. uh, I mean, I'm never going to agree with any type of like uh, dogpiling, any type of harassment, none of that, because I do feel like people need some form of a safe space on the Internet. But at the same time, the moment you sign up to be a public figure, you're going to get uh, subjugated to this. Mm -hmm. Uh, I hate it for. But um, I have had this happen to me multiple times, and I'm sure you had had it too, Tim, where it's like she's grateful not to have had this happen to her up till now. Uh, But it's just like. We all need to improve. The people that attacked her, the people that, uh, you know, could have maybe criticized her a little bit more respectfully. I'm not going to tell you how to criticize people. Uh, I feel like you might have been able to. Uh, there's ways to criticize people without sounding like a dick. Mm. Uh, and then she can improve the way she presents information, uh, you know, maybe not to, to cap for games she's not playing because I do understand where people are coming from. Uh, but at the same time, uh, she's never really come out there acting like a hardcore gamer either. Like I've exactly. never seen her. I've never seen her post on there. You always put eighty hours in the force. Like, well, she's never also partaked in the console war too, and she was dragged into this. Um, I guess because she she said something and somebody you know. I mean, Thrash. I like Thrash. Me and him are cool, but you know, he's definitely. Uh, he has a bone to pick with Xbox and he's checking people's gamer score. Um, I don't know. Uh, to me, that's a little bit much. Uh, 
uh, you know, I think the the ambassadors can control themselves, or they can they they can monitor themselves. They don't need somebody who care less about the brand and wants the brand to fail to you know get this girl and put her out there and 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 just you know like you say have everyone dogpile on her. I, I don't know. For me, I just get defensive of that because I I know how uh, how you know a lot of times just women in general are with the video game community are, uh, you know, treated differently or guys act differently. They, or they, they say so, That's just the truth of the matter. And we should, as a whole, want to just be more respectful and, and welcoming to everyone. You know, the, the core, hardcore gamer guy, whatever you want to say, that guy's a pretty tough asshole. You know what I mean? If, if, if you know what I mean, like they're not easy to deal with. They're going to be, they're going to have hard takes and they're going to be passionate and they're going to be the guys that are going crazy on Twitter, you know, yelling at Microsoft. So it's not an easy place to be. If you're somebody who's just and not that way. It's like, I've always said, Tim, when you look, if you see someone that says something on Twitter, you don't agree with, yeah, that's why you don't really. I, I commented on that time because, uh, because like I said, I didn't agree with the statement. Uh, but you don't see me commenting when a reviewer doesn't beat a game or a reviewer plays ten minutes of a game. You know what I do, hustle? I never see that person's review ever again. If you yep. don't like this individual, you don't like a reviewer, you don't like someone in the industry that's giving you a product that you don't like, and you think they're being ingenuous, just unfollow them. Don't give them any more power. Don't like their post because all you're doing is putting spotlight on them and giving them what they need to succeed even more. But, you know, go ahead and uh, hustle. Go ahead and give your yeah. opinion on this because I know Tim's got to go. Yeah, yeah, Tim, Tim, I'll make it quick. Um, That's your homegirl, and that that's cool and everything. It's it's more about something like this. I'm an Xbox ambassador. Like, but the requirements to get that is, like, super low. Like, just be cool. No, she is a real Xbox oh, she, ambassador. Okay. I thought you meant like, it was one. Because you saw what everybody else was doing. That with thing the, that you see on, like, yeah. the YouTube where you have to have 1,500 thing, that's yeah. just something that they do on that. Like, she's the elite of them. Am I right, Tim? Yeah, no, this this Xbox this is ambassador different. is real. Like, gotcha. they, they, they're backed by... Um, you know, a certain group, and you know when you're, you know, it's a pretty illustrious group. And it's hard okay. to get into. That Smooth's been trying to get into it for years. All right, all right. Well, let me say this. Let me say this. Tim, since them your people, tell her, check her DM. You tell her, run with me. We can play some Gears 5, me, her, and the troubleshooters. We can have, we have a good time. The I don't I don't agree with the harassment. All right, that's, you know, uh, you know, it's unacceptable. Like, yo, nobody should be treating, whether she's a chick or not. They call that, it Xbox MVP. That's what they call Xbox, it. Okay. All right. Nobody should be harassed based off of this. However, you can't make a comment like that. Like, you got to be careful. I'm... Agreed. You're right, because I'm getting to the point the way, like, I'm doing this, and, like, and that, you know, like, a lot of people starting to, oh, oh, who's this hustle guy? Oh, let's go ahead and check him out. Hey, look, I might be five or seven games a year, but I don't got no problem putting that out there, right? There's, there's no... There's nothing for me to hide. My trophies ain't hidden. Ain't none of that other stuff is hidden. Everybody know what it is with me. Everybody know how I get down. Everybody know what's authentic with me. That's the difference. Like a lot of people have that stuff. But I do want to say no. Um, I, I disagree with this young lady. I'm not gonna slam. I didn't slander her even when she posted all that. I didn't I'll just say, Yeah, nah. Because I mean, that, that's that's corny. That's that's mad corny to me anyway. Because like a lot of people who was doing that wouldn't set it to her no way. Um, wouldn't set it to her face no way. But that's that's like extremely childish like that's 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 mm, i'm gonna watch my mouth that's sucker ish to me but 
you know, whatever. If if you don't play the game, like, look, just play the game. Like, I felt like she was almost bullied into doing something that she kind of signed up for. Because, like, hundred percent, right there, you said it. Yeah, but like, but but just you know, it's cool. Like, even if like, because sometimes I can only get like maybe three hours a game and then a week. But it just be like that sometimes. We grown, like everybody's grown. If you got full time job. Bro, I'll be surprised I'm doing this. I'll wake up so early. Eddie, you know this. I'll wake up so early in the morning. It's like, yo, I'll be, I don't be having like the energy to really like do all this, right? A lot but of I, people I, they I, live for this business, man. They yeah, but I, I know what you're saying. Uh, but I do want, I do want to say this though. Um, to the people over at Xbox who are doubling down and tripling down on on defending this young lady, yo, that's cap, dog. And they, they know who I'm talking about, man. That's 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 cat blood. You can't do that. You you can't you can't accept that baby. I understand that this young lady does other everything different. I know she does she different positive things for the community. I, look, that's that's cool. That's matter of fact, that's great. And we need more people like that around. But yo, like, listen, you know the only I only play a handful of Xbox games, and that's like Halo and Gears, like when Perfect Dark and all them other joints roll out. Yeah, I'm running them too. But yo, play them at the very least. Like, get you like. You know, maybe fifty hours in each. Like it's not, it's not hard, bro. Bro, I felt backwards into getting like fifty hours in the Halo Infinite with, with, with Eric and them. Eric, you be seeing me playing and struggling and, and whatnot. It's only mm-hmm. like, yo, just a couple hours, dog. Like just, just play the game for a little bit. And look, I know you, I know you're her, whatever her job is is probably demanding, but yo, I like, I play the games to unwind. I got Gallagher back behind me. After we leave here, I'm gonna let the dogs in. I'm finna play Gallagher for a little bit before I watch wrestling. Like, it's just just one of them things. Like, it's just something that you should do to unwind. But, I mean, I don't know. And look, look, I didn't see her being harassed in, in that thread. I'm not, I'm sure she's not lying about it because somebody can just go through that thread. And, and, and people, it is, people but, need to realize, too, just because you didn't see it in the thread doesn't mean people I mean, are DMing her some off-the-wall well, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's probably what her uh, beat her. I agree with what you're saying. You, you have to you have to hold your words a little better than maybe she said some stupid and things. The, but when you're let me let me say this, when you are under attack like she was, um you're gonna try to make a point for yourself. And I think that's maybe why she ran into some trouble. Um I think I think uh hustle, you 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 have great advice. And uh, maybe if she watches, she could. That's great advice to listen to. Um, I do think, though, that you know, uh, you know, uh, if if the if if the and I like because I know some of the community of the the, the MVP, they got to outline what requirements. And yeah, you probably should have a certain amount of gaming hours, and you know, you shouldn't really talk about stuff. Maybe they make them requirements, but you know. I don't know her whole story, but uh, you know it, it's it's just been an unfortunate one because, like I said, what gets me this is that it would have it probably would have never happened if you didn't have such theatrics going on. I just kind of feel like she caught up in it, and, and I kind of feel bad, and I admit it. Maybe I'm I'm uh, uh, too guilty of that because you know she she was never involved with the console war so this is all new to her like and she's probably it's probably, yeah, probably overwhelmed yeah yeah, she's probably yeah overwhelmed and you know you know but like i think i think you gave great advice and maybe she can do stuff like that or you know uh you know don't talk about it just do it and and just uh you know move on and and things will work itself out and and I, yeah. and I do want to say this you know one, one more time like to the people who are defending her I mean, of course, you defend her against the harassment, but 
Hey, look, y'all. It, it start, you know. It starts, and I got a PlayStation, but I, I don't know my Xbox controller. But it start with this. Just pick the controller up, eh? You know, just get it I in did. as much as you can. But just start with that, and then Phil Spencer, from you know, from what in Tim, maybe you can speak to this better than me, and I ain't gonna try to hold you up too long. But he's a, he he gives off the he like he's the type of dude like who he he's hold, he's held himself accountable on multiple occasions uh, all the time. Yeah, so like. He don't really, he don't need that defending for real, for real. Like, I, I understand, like, I, I, I get it. Cause, hey, look, I defend my people all the time. I, I defend my folks all the time. That, you know that, but mm-hmm. you don't need it. You know, the troubleshooters don't need it. Like, the, these other people, they they don't need it. But, I mean, I understand, like, I respect the loyalty and, and I respect the, the fact that she did that. But, you and, know, sometimes you gotta, you gotta sit some conversations out. It's okay. I, it's, it's okay to sit the couple conversations out. I said that. That's the wrong way I say. Sometimes you have to sit some conversations out. And I think that that applies here. That, but again, that, like I said, maybe she was just not in the right state of mind. But uh, overall, uh, it's been an eventful week. Um, and <laughs> I, I have to say the podcast, I'm very surprised. Uh, it was, was awesome. I'm not surprised that it's awesome. I'm just surprised that we had such a really a huge out, like uh, over 300 people showing up. Yeah. Um, you know, really good numbers. Uh, and uh, just, uh, guys, thanks for having me on. I got to get going. Uh, All right, Tim. Fine, Tim. I appreciate and, you coming uh, on. Tell, tell the people where to find you at, man. I'm sure they know you. You know where to find me on Twitter. I'm on, uh, <laughs> maybe, I'll get, maybe I'll do a podcast when I can get on a, a, a camera and uh, proper stuff right now. I'm sorry I had to do this on the phone. But oh, as we talked about, we're all working on here, and uh, I that the my traffic on the LIE just wasn't permitting it, so I detoured to my mom's house. <laughs> all right, man, just be careful right, getting man. home, man. I love y'all. Make sure y'all follow Tim Dog. Yeah, thank you, Tim. We appreciate it. Thank you, man. All right, so let me go ahead and get these uh super chats real quick, and then we're gonna head out here. Mm-hmm. Um, no. <laughs> Uh, all got a final super chat from 108 Dragon TV. What's going Hello, on, sir. 108? We might have to get you on next week, man. We might have to get you on next week. All the toxic people get all uh get all the attention. Let's be honest. The BS sells. Peeps doing the right thing. Don't get the attention. We deserve all facts. It's like I said, man. Um, mm. I don't think she was. I don't know if you were saying she's a toxic person. I don't think he was. No, uh, no. But no. it's just like look, like. <laughs> When it comes to her, it's it's like the biggest thing I have one away when it comes to her. It's like there's one thing from using your platform and choosing not to speak. And it's another thing to use your platform and tell people to shut up. Mm. Uh, so, uh, you know, it, that, that's the biggest thing I have. And I know you weren't talking about her one night, Dragon. That doesn't sound like you. Uh, I was just uh, clearing up so people in the chat knew you weren't talking about her. Because you know how it is, man. People will read Super Chat and they they on Twitter. One away dragon was saying she was toxic. That didn't happen. The Super Chat clearly didn't say that. Um, then we got a $5 Super Chat from... Uh, hold up. From one away dragon. Let's be real. Some dudes go too far. There are weirdos you can give constructive criticism without disrespect. That's exactly what I was saying. Uh, and that's why I, I bring up, like, when you move in these, like, uh, sponsorship streets like you could be you you just have to be it respectively you can't come out there and call people off the wall stuff because people aren't gonna they ain't gonna mess with you you guys remember i used to have a clipboard of saying some off the wall shit to people in my comment section 
that would come at me. I no longer have that clipboard because being around ILP, Cognito, King, Saul, they show me like, look, you can say what you want. You just got to be respectful. And after a certain amount of time, uh, you know, you pick it up. Then we got a $5 super chat from uh, what, Fa- Fasio 007. Yeah, is it? I think that's Fiesel. Fiesel 007. It's part of her job description to play games and to finish certain games is part of her job description to play certain games. If I have different obligations to promote the brand, it might be hard. I don't know if she's obligated to play games because they're not really clear on the what it takes to be part of the brand association like that. Um, maybe that's something else because, like, regardless, you could debate that this chick should be where she is. You could debate that. But I will say one thing. There is plenty of, especially women, that do play these games and not toxic that could use that position. Uh, and I'm not saying she doesn't deserve it, but I am saying it's weird to to be a, like in a brand and stuff like that on stuff you don't play. That's that's the only thing that doesn't make sense to me. Uh, now, obviously, oh, yeah. she could be doing stuff in the background that validates that position, but we don't know that. You know, she does a lot of stuff with diversity. Uh, you know, bringing women more to the forefront when it comes to these type of conversations in the gaming community itself. Uh, maybe that's what's more important to her than anything else. Like. Because, you know, if you look at her Twitter, she don't really sure she might post a, a tweet about a game, but I don't really ever see her out there acting like she plays these games like that. And I think if she was, it'd be a different story. And I can understand people saying, like I said, there's probably more people that are more self-suited for that kind of position, but they don't have it because, uh, you know, uh, individuals like her that don't really play these games get it. But at the end of the day, it's like... um. Jimmy B Gaming from Weapon Well. I was watching his stream last Uncle night. Uncle Jimmy, my boy. And he said, if you guys have an issue with people like her getting that spot, grind yourself and take it spot with yourself. Yeah. That's the only row off, the only real thing I can tell you. If you got an issue with her getting, because I don't really care if she gets, to be honest with you guys, I don't. Uh, nothing she does is going to make me sleep less. Uh, we're in completely different spaces, and I am definitely not in the ambassador program. Uh, but Ooh, wait, wait, do, do do I have time to push back on that just a little bit? Yes. Okay, cool, cool. I think the, the biggest issue of something like that with what her actions like exhibit, I wish Tim was still here so I can tell him too. It's, it's like a lot of times people got influence, right? You got to imagine some way, somehow she got more influence than hustle, right? So mm-hmm. if, so if something's being done like this, like this is the person who has more influence than me. This is the person who may have more influence over, you know, I love Gears. Gears Five, right? This is this is the person who has more influence over Gears Five and don't even play it. Like, you understand what I'm saying? So, like this, mm-hmm. there's a certain like line with that, and I don't agree with certain and, tactics. You know, getting their game score and all that. I I get it, but I, I don't. You know, I, I feel like there's another way we could have just kind of like and, moved and I, around I, that though. I think it's like I said, the core of the issue is people have been grinding and are upset people that don't put the effort to learn these games are not in the forefront when it comes to these kind of conversation. I think that's the core issue. People like Erica for the win. She plays these games. She does all of this stuff, but she had n- never gets opportunities like that. And I think that's the core. And I'm not saying Erica was out there on Twitter. I don't think she really cared, uh, but she did a video on it, but it she wasn't did a like video, but you get what I'm saying. She wasn't crazy. doing anything that you saw on Twitter. All I'm saying is we can be respectful. You can criticize respectfully. If you don't like that she has that opportunity and she doesn't play the games, 
Go out there and do it yourself. Uh, because I'm a hundred percent with Jimmy. It's first off, it's not easy to get in that door. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was probably in the right time at the right uh the moment to the right time. Yep. And two, once you're in that position, you'll be surprised how hard it is to keep it. Uh that well, that's that's not really the surprising thing. I think the the easy well, the easy part is getting it. And it could have been a timing thing. It could have just been like, hey, you know, she I've been working. The right yeah, it, it very well could have been a thing. That's how I got my that's how I got my job. That's how I got my current job or whatever. Like I literally knew somebody who knew somebody and now I'm getting paid what I'm getting paid or whatever. But I know it's it's one of them things, but like yo, we just talk about influence and I saw, you know, a few people who I respect, you know, defend her a little bit. And I don't know if you saw like the whole check mark Twitter thing. Did you see that yeah, at all? I, I saw I, it and I was like see, the yeah, thing yeah. is when it comes to people that defense like look like i get it but that's that's just how they roll on twitter like you gotta can keep in mind some of these people on twitter they get in heat 24 7 i see and they are on that standpoint and i don't agree i don't i feel like she should be criticized for her statements yeah. uh now i personally don't feel like she's ever been vocally uh, attack like that on Twitter, and I don't—I I, I hate to use the word attack, but mm-hmm. what, it, what it was is an army of people coming at you. Let's be real; it's an attack. Yes, yeah, dog pile. Yeah, Twitter. Yeah, yeah she, people know she's that. just not used to that. It's like I said, me. That happened to me last week. Like, <laughs> like it happens it? to me a couple times a year. I'm pretty used to it. Hopefully, for now on, she'll choose her words better because I don't think she should lead the 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 program. She does enough in that. She she yeah. at the end of the day, she validates where she's at off the community that she has uh, established and that that's all that matters uh you know it's like i said you guys you guys disagree go out there try to be your uh try to get on to that ambassador team by yourself it's not gonna be easy i mean and i'll just say this and that's that's why the quote like for me from me from hustle like that's why the kid gloves were on because i took a look and as to what she does and this there are a lot of other things, but but again, my, my issue ain't even with her. All right, she said what she said. She shouldn't have said it. it is what it is. Your issue my, is people defending her. My issue, yeah, my my issue was like people doubling and tripling down on that. Like, yo, no, 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 no. The first thing yeah, you we, should we, do, we should be very vocal about it. Yeah, like, it's one thing to say to defend her. It's another thing to tell people they're overreacting. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. it's like, look, like, is BG extra on Twitter? Yes. But yeah, BG but... was not wrong for the most of the stuff he was saying. I didn't see not everything he said. Don't give me a tweet or him threatening people because I didn't see that. Hey, all boy, I'm saying is te- no, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I know I'm what saying you're saying. I'm just saying is BG just came out there. Sure, he could have worded it a little bit different, but this is BG we're talking about. He said, Yo, how is she a brand ambassador and have the eye in the spotlight of Microsoft and she don't even play their games? Which That's was... all he said. And people and, was eyeing him over it. And he not, and that's the thing, like, he not wrong. Because when I saw the thing about the controllers, I was like, yo. I was like, yo. I, my, my thought was, yo, please stop. <laughs> like, you don't got to. <laughs> it's just certain things. It's just certain, like, it's, I understand, like, maybe she was back into a corner. She panicked or whatever. But, like, at the same time, no. You know, you really wouldn't be in this position. Like, you know, Halo out. Yo, they need as many people as they can get on that joint. We, we keeping the real. And then that's not no shot at Halo Infinite. So I like Halo Infinite. I streamed the joint last Look, week or whatever. It's cool. No but, one, yeah. You're not wrong for supporting her. If you like the content she gets out, support yeah. her. Follow her on Twitter if you're not already following her. And support the movement she goes. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying that she doesn't justify being in the position she's at. All I'm saying is, A... 
she was rightfully criticized for the statement she made on Twitter, and B, she sh- probably should w- choose those words differently, and C, or she probably should have said made C, C, at the end of the day, she is on Twitter promoting a brand she doesn't play. And look, it's like I said, if you feel like that's wrong, which I don't care, I don't. But if you feel like that's wrong, go go do it yourself and, you know, be that person. Regardless how it goes, regardless if you get it, if you don't get it, uh, she's there because of the people she most likely met and mm-hmm. the statements that she holds. Uh, and that's all that goes to that. But, you know, we're going to go ahead and wrap on that. I feel like we can talk about that forever. I'm tired. I still got to review a game. That's uh, right. Any, I, for, I forgot. <laughs> is there any last thing that you want to talk about? Uh, last nah, thing in that? No, no, no. I got to read. I got my thoughts off. I'm going to expound on those thoughts uh, Saturday. So, right, yeah. So definitely uh, where is Saturday? Your stream? Uh, yeah, on my I do a Saturday stream. Um, I don't know the name of it yet, but I do a Saturday. <laughs> I do Saturday streams. I might now, join so. in on you with that. All right, cool. I'll make sure you're there. But all right, so that's all I'm saying, man. Like I said, when it comes to the individual, support if you want, don't support if you want. Uh, it doesn't matter what you do, man. Uh, all I'm saying is be do it respectfully, man. Do it respectfully. But Indeed. we're going to go ahead and shut this down. Probably going to have 108 Dragon on next week. Uh, see, you yes, said sir. He was good. We have a good little, good little uh, time. 108, the cussing, man. Say, <laughs> you do a good job on on uh the IOP. So I don't think I have too much to worry about you, man. But the cussing. Uh Nick wants to know what time is your stream? Uh, it will be at either 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Depending on when I wake up, but I'm trying to I'm gonna try to make it a, a 12 o'clock then to get it out, out the way at the you, top you're of You're gonna have to do better on the giving people an hour duration. I know I know I gotta make sure I can get it. I, hey listen listen follow me on Twitter and I'll make sure I'll put out another video like I will and I'll just let you know I'll let I'll let y'all know like the schedule on the Saturday streams. I, got I two dollars super chat from Duvi. Uh, probably butcher that. It's why we're gonna move on. Am I missing something? Anyone could be an ambassador. Anyone could be an ambassador it's, on that website, but this isn't the same thing. It's not the same thing, and that was my mistake. When she had MVP, I figured she held a high ranking title, but I just thought I didn't know like what the capacity. Because I know I was like I'm an ambassador over there, and that's why when Smooth when he applied, I thought he applied for the same thing that I did. So I was like, wait a minute, I was more confused. No, than Smooth that, but... has been banned off to uh, Xbox Live before. Good uh, lord. So, <laughs> so uh, we got a. T- I was gonna. You didn't have to do that. I was about to read that one. We got two options from one away. I don't curse on my channel either. I didn't say you cursed. I was just saying because I know sometimes I let it slip, and I'm trying to do better on. It. I was just saying, you know, I'm trying not to cuss, man. Because if you start cussing, eight. I'm gonna start cussing, mate. and then I we're won't. all gonna start cussing the limit. I can't do that. I gotta be the better person. If you are contributing to my cussing, we all gonna be cussing fools around here. But I appreciate you coming up. We're gonna have 108 Dragon on next week. Uh, I love having the guest already because I don't have to worry about that next week. But I appreciate you coming through, man. Hit that like button if you guys don't mind. We didn't get to 200, but you know, like I said, I was reaching for the stars. I knew I was gonna get the stars, but. Everybody, go follow to uh, Hustle on Twitter. Show up to that Saturday stream. And until next week, this is The Attic Show, and we out.